Listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714, and with me is Fluent oh. Rhythm. Yeah. On the mic again. Again. You know what I mean? Uh, Miss Valley Vicious, our, our regular co host, she's out on a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she, she's not doing what she's doing. Uh, she no, doing. I don't like to hold them down. It's the same thing I do with Char. Like, oh, yeah, you need time off to do your thing, blah, blah, blah. But Shard never came back, so it's like, all right. So Valley's doing her thing, uh, so uh, we're very proud of her. She'll be back soon. So we're, we're doing about a month or so of guest co-hosts. So let me know if you're interested in the future. We'll work some out. All right? I'm always down to have a good combo. We're here at beautiful Distorted Truth in Orange, California, 1020 North Bathaya Street. And you come to Orange, and you get hooked up. Right? So if you mention the show, you get a 10% discount off the bat, right? And artists of the show... You might get a little bit better of a rate. You know what I'm saying? Wicka, so wicka. Hit up dips and damn it on the way out. Uh, you can also rent the location, <laughs> rent the location out for your own shows. We've done meet and greet here with Rascas. Shit was popping though. Do a little carnasada in the back, right? In a beer, in a, in a beer, uh, what a beer garden. They call it, it's just a cooler with a bunch of fucking tecates in it. <laughs> I was like, you do a beer garden, bro. That sounds beautiful, bro. I'm expecting like fountains of, it's like here, they got tecates right here. It's like, all right. Well. Hey, but it, works, but it works. No flowing beer. <laughs> no flowing. <laughs> they just pour it from high. They pour it really high. Uh, uh, Waterfall. And everyone's running out of the spot. I mean, like, you know, we have, we'd have Vel here. They've had Lala. They, I mean, it, it's just the spot. And you can see it's a Sulu Nation affiliation. Yes, sir. They're both Sulu Kings. So they had a Sulu event. You know what I'm talking about? They were here and, and uh, it was off the hook, you know? So a uh, real hip-hop oriented location. So it worked really well with us to link up with them. Uh, so you're going to go there and check them out. Wake the flock of dot net. You're going to listen to this episode, 60 East, who we just had on. And then DJ Lala, Reverie, outside of that, uh, Acrobatic, Raskaz, Propaganda, Rocka. Ari the Rugged Man, Rocka, Medusa, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on, baby. You know, and it's only going to get better. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, like us, follow us. Our Instagram is doing amazing. It's super good. It's really good from what I remember when we had zero followers to the amount we have now, right? It's all organic too. And people are retweeting and reliking all that stuff. So that means they're paying attention, which is good. That's how I've started paying attention. To yeah. Instagram. See, there you go. Hey, Sway, hit me up. To oh, me, man. I was like, what the fuck? Oh. So it was, it was like, yeah, I was like, hell yeah, that's dope. You yeah, know? You got, you got the cosign. I, I did. <laughs> so it, we, it was after we had DJ Revolution on. And then he he kind of contacted. I was like, "Whoa, oh, man!" Shit. Sway gave me my my like first co-sign, bro. Oh yeah, doing the wake up show back oh. in the day was like doing Johnny Carson. Oh hell yeah! Man. So yeah, he was super cool. And man, you get that Sway stamp, you know, whether it's just just his his acknowledgement is dope. Feels and it's kind of hard to be like, "Hey, you know, you want to be on the show?" Sway liked us on Instagram. Like you you don't want to say that. So to me, it was more of a personal. Yeah, victory. even if it's just for you, it was for me. And yeah. for me, it was like okay. 
I see you. Do you know where I've like, yes. Yeah, okay, acknowledgement. Yeah, acknowledgement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh check us out, follow us, blah blah blah, all that good shit. With us is Fluent Rhythm and so, the guest for tonight. We have Ariano from Technicali Sound. In the house. How you doing? Thank you for coming yeah, out. Bunch of family, a lot of people I've known for ten years plus are in here. So. That's what's up. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about a call sign. Uh, uh, Ariana contacted us. Yes. And to me, it was like cool because I was gonna. Cu- it's happened with a couple people where I'm like, okay, make sure you get around and you hit these people up, and you were on the list. And when you contacted us, I was like, oh, super dope. Yeah, I hit you up, man, because I I like interviews that are more than ten minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I checked, I checked some of the content out, and uh, there was some good conversations. So, you know, yeah, um, um, man, I, I try and reach out to uh, people who are working and doing it for the right reasons. So, right. Yeah. We pride ourselves in being different in the interview game, uh, and being a lot better than some fucking people. Because come on, dude, like. <laughs> shout out to him but i don't know what vlad does vlad is just like did you hear what he said about you what do you got to say about it and then it's just like dude you're not even interviewing dog. you're like ratting him out to this person at this point it, it to me yeah. it was just it's like kind of disrespectful and, it, <sighs> and biased opinions that i mean well which uh <laughs> <laughs> well look you're free to have your opinion so but i'm saying if i'm talking about not from an mc level but i'm talking like press if you, if you consider yourself press and you're taking it seriously right uh, what Vlad is getting to do at this point is not even that. It's not even like interviews. It's, did you hear what he said about you? What do you got to say about it? It's like, come on, dog. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's like a hip-hop TMZ. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I've been on there for my music. Mm-hmm. Not no negative weird shit. Okay. But so I've got my videos on there. Yeah. And it's been a great look. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the way it would be better is if they balance out the craziness with some good content. Yeah. You know, like a vice or a noisy or, or thing, you know, like, you know, just, just have that balance. Mm-hmm. Cause I you know right now it's just, it's just gossip. It's like, gossip well, they're shit. turning into world star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, but, yeah exactly. and from what worse world star or the intentions that it started with yeah. to what it is now, it's unrecognizable and it's filth now. Now yeah. it's not even like, it's a joke. Like people, world star, like that's affiliated with you getting your ass beat. <laughs> that's ridiculous you're not even known for what you provide hip hop before people getting their ass beat on your channel Sharkeisha no <laughs> uh, I'm saying if you take responsibility and you have respect for the art that you're involved in my example you, you know, if you have respect for hip hop in general you want to see it prosper you want to be seeing it taken care of it pisses you off when you see people misusing it and abusing it you know what I'm saying then you have a responsibility to do your best at whatever it is that you're doing if you're being a producer you got to be the dopest producer doing real shit. If you're doing interviews, make sure that you're presenting hip hop to this audience who might not know this artist. Are you portraying them in a positive light? Are you, do you want to be remembered for more than getting numbers? As in like, man, like, you know what? These interviews were real, bro. Like no one's doing this. So that's my intentions. Our goal was let's be different. How are people not, uh, communicating the day how are they not presenting themselves well the best way to do it is to do a podcast no one tells us what to do what time we air what what uh you know sponsors we can have what we can't say and uh it's free form you know and we get to talk to talented artists like yourself no it's to me it's 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 definitely um I've, i've sat in on on meetings just about podcasts you know for me it's the future yeah you know what i mean because it's like uh it's an audio dvr you know what i mean so and it's also going to take 
um, it's going to take journalism back too because you're not conformed to getting 15-minute segments or reading a Twitter feed that's limited. And uh, I think you're going to start hearing hopefully more positive shows like this, and you're going to start hearing like uh, like stories. You know, people are going to be doing their own shows just for podcasts and telling mm-hmm. their own stories and stuff like that. So I, I feel like it's the future. You know, There's some segments of entertainment that discover that already. Yeah. Uh, comedy. Absolutely. Every comedian has a fucking podcast. Because comedians like MCs are people that like to hear themselves talk and they like to hear their thoughts and ideas and they're uh, and they're entertaining, right? So part of comedians do run wild with podcasts. Everyone, if you don't have a podcast, something's wrong with you. Because it's easy to produce, right? Potentially, it's kind of easy. It's not that hard. And um, you are a comedian, so you should have comedian friends. Comedians are interesting to listen to, so it should be a good show. Hip-hop is kind of new to it still because we still want to hold on to the sound we can get signed and we you know what I mean we still want to do things the only way we've known that they're able to be done so when something new comes up to be like you want to have your own radio show okay so what station am I no no podcast your house Mm -hmm. what does that mean is it live how when's it air what do I do with this how's this happening but you know there's no understanding to it so people that kind of got the 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 inside lane right we've taken advantage we realize that it is the future because again it's it's advertising that doesn't go away. That interview will be there forever and ever and ever, and people can listen to it. Like I said, we got people putting on their electronic press kits because it's that well done and that well original. Like, hey. They've sampled parts of the interview into their tracks. I've seen it. Rick's, Rick's Rumble. Rumble was, you know, we're humble enough. Rick's <laughs> Rumble liked his interview so much, he made an entire song around the interview. Uh, it's called uh, Black Eyed People. Check it out. It's on iTunes and, Insta- and uh, SoundCloud. It's really dope, you know, and I was real honored to be part of his catalog to begin with, you know what I mean? Me being a huge Rick Rumble fan. So it was dope. Uh, so yeah, so I'm glad that artists like you, though, are, are be- being aware that, oh, okay, this is a new way of communicating with my fans. Yeah. And you're reaching out to that, you know? Yeah, man, I just, I, I fuck with people who are working, man. And just, and, uh, you know, um, you have to evolve or you die. You know what I mean? And especially like if you're, it's not even just about being an artist, but just we're living in a, in a time where you can reach out and you can touch people and you can build with them. And there's like, there's like-minded people like yourself all throughout this country, thank God, who are on the same wave and who, uh, you know, who are doing it for the right reasons. And, and you know, at, at the end of the day, you can, you, you know, you become a writer and a journalist by telling, you know, telling other people's stories and, and letting people really fucking listen because... I, man, like, you cannot, like, learn from Twitter, bro. Like, you cannot soak up game. You know what I mean? Like, like conversation is, like, priceless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, like, it just, uh, I think it's going to come back to actually needing the experience. You know what I mean? And, and not just, like, living on the internet. And I think what's dope about the, um, the podcast, too, is it, it doesn't have to be live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... You don't want to be just be sitting by the, you know, by the computer waiting for the new new thing to drop. I think people want to like digest it on their own time. Which is again what I sold my team on the show. It's like, listen. So not only do we have full control, right? People download it so they can listen to us at the DMV when they're working out. People tell me, hey, Beardo, I'm gonna go on my walk, bro. Headphones on. I'm working at the gym. I'm cleaning the house. And again, they can listen to it whenever they want. Yeah, I got it. I got into it being on tour. 
and just being tired of doing the same shit. So I, I would just like OCD it and like listen to like 16 hours of podcast straight. <laughs> up, yeah. Just because it was just like, you know, it was it was better than, you know, being on social media and mm-hmm. it was it was better than playing video games or something. So it was just like for me, like I just that's all I do on the road is podcasts. I, I'm a huge Adam Crowler fan. I don't know if you listen to yeah, that. I, yeah. I check it, I check I it. I love Adam Crowler. I listen yeah. to that shit on a relic. Yeah. Daily, like I wake up, I download my Adam Carolla, then I go do whatever it is I do. Yeah. I want this show to be that. And for some people, it is that. Like, I've, they, like they show it to me every day. Like, Bro, they Ice send T's, me some. Ice T's podcast. It's dope? Is off the chain. What's that called? Um, I got it on my phone. It's called the, um, oh, man. Oh, the next level. Mm. And the shit is off the chain, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and it's up. just, they just, they just chop it up, you know? And then that's the show. Ice-T is one of these cats that, man, I just want to hear what he had to say. Because not only does he sound super cool saying whatever it is that he's saying. It's funny to hear him, like, talk about, like, Dungeons and Dragons and shit. And the yeah, I used to play that shit. <laughs> you know, like, Ice-T has this certain tone of, of talking. It's just like, yeah, Ice-T saying something. Hold on. He used to read, like, children's books. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> your navigation system should be Ice-T. <laughs> Turn left. Turn left. <laughs> That's the mistletoe. Yeah. Uh, so I, I listen to Adam Carolla, uh, and I kind of, like, Adam is what I want to be. Like, that's my vision for the show. People ask me, where do you want to get to? I'm on. I want to be Adam Carolla, and I want to be swaying, combine the two. Be Sway Carolla, man. Sway Carolla, baby. <laughs> Adam, because Adam has a podcast now where he'll go and sell out theaters of people coming, do this. See, three motherfuckers in here right now. Adam will have an entire house packed at $60 a ticket. Dude, like, I, I been, I, I went to those, I think, El Rey or wherever, packed theaters to watch his interviews. Like, that's what I want to do with my show. That's why I invite people. That's why it's open. That's why the public can come see Ariana if they want to and come chill with us. Yeah, man. Inspired to be inspired, man. But what's your goal? What's your vision? What, what are my goals? Yeah, what, what would make you say, I made question. it? That's a broad question. I mean... Man, like I'm, I'm 39 years old. Mm-hmm. I started doing music when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I came up in like the Nate Dog era. Yeah, you know what I'm saying in the Dog Pound. Um, I was around like real, real dope musicians and writers at an early age. <clears throat> to be 49, I mean to be 30, 39 next month, actually this month, and to be able to uh, express myself and make a living off of like my insecurities, my confidences, and put them out to the world. To me, like I've I've made it, but I still got a lot more to evolve into. Mm. You know what I mean? So the fact that I'm able to provide for my kid, you know what I mean? Off something I love is like is making it. So the question is what do you do with that? So that's the point I'm at right now. You know, I'm more uh, how can I open up doors for other people? And show them how to uh, to provide off their passion, you know what I mean, and and not just get caught up in likes and shit, but like really, really go into the long term. So for me, man, like the fact that uh, I turned like pain into fucking seeing the world is like making it. But um, I'm trying to be as uncomfortable in my music situations as possible, so mm-hmm. I can create new music mm-hmm. and be around people that are better than me yeah you know what i mean and it, it inspires growth yeah uh, getting too comfortable mm-hmm. right and then you staying in your lane forever 
That's a safe way to play. And sometimes it doesn't even work. Like people yeah. just get tired of hearing your shit because yeah. it's so, it's so redundant. Right. And then this artists are able to maneuver and, and grow with the times and grow with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Versatility. Yeah. Versatility. Like I give it totally to atmosphere as in like from being an old atmosphere fan, right? From like headshots and shit to hearing him grow as an artist. Like you can hear his maturity through his albums. Mm. It's not someone that said, this is the topic that I'm going to stick with and I'm going to sell it until I fucking die. No, he goes, look, I'm changing. My yeah. music changes with me. And he was, there's, well, there's a key theme into all my favorite artists is that they were, they had, they were willing to show how fucked up they are. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? How so, They were so willing to show the real side so, of themselves. Like, so everybody wants to show how fly they are. Mm-hmm. But like, like everybody that you bump, you didn't like them because they were perfect. Yeah. You liked them because like you could see, like the beauty in that and how fucked up you are too. So it's like um, that's one thing that is he that has just stayed constant with him. Is that that's his approach? You know what I mean? So. Um, so it's relatable because we're all yeah. fucked up. So when he tells and I, and I say that in a positive way, yeah, not and, not like oh we're all just you know messed up, yeah. But just um, we're all messed up on some level. Right? I mean, music, man, music should. Um, no one got it right. Not that, not that you got to come from pain yeah. to make good art, but a lot of the good, you know, if you're willing to go there, like people will fuck with you, you know. Especially, that's just one thing that won't change. You know, what I mean, that's why you got, like, you don't need to be on the radio to like be popping. And like you, like you do not need to be on the radio to have an audience, and like so people be like, "Oh man, we're living in an era where it's more fucked up." Like, bro, like <clears throat> I've been through the '80s and '90s eras. Like this shit is way more liberating and free than it's ever been, because you don't need a fucking corporation to control. Like labels these days are just like you're just paying them for marketing, like anything else you can do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a very freeing time. Like, <clears throat> a lot of the whack music, those cats just have, like, really good work ethic. So I can't even knock them. But I don't know where I'm going with all that. But I think th- the point is, is that, like, that's there's certain things that won't change. And I think, like, the people that, that you're going to listen to 10 years from now, they were willing to open up and not just kind of, like, follow trends and shit. Right. You know. That uh, we are in a renaissance, and I've talked about this before. And Absolutely, I'm, and I'm saying where I see this this movement of hip hop uh, progressing. It's just it's, it's time. It's time for its progression, yeah. and it's happening. And if you pay attention specifically in the scene that we're in, right, you'll see the crop rising, bro. You'll see, oh, these are the ones that are working. These are the ones that are doing it because everyone's still rocking fucking uh, the same spot. Yeah. But no, now Reverie just came back from overseas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, and it, from well, her fourth fucking me, time in there Let me build already. on that. So there's one thing that won't change either. Every artist that you, that's hot, doing their thing, whatever, was, they were willing to be uncomfortable and hit the road. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot skip that step. Like, you cannot just pop off from your bedroom. You can, but you'll probably be back at your bedroom quickly. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, man, like, she puts in work yeah. on the fucking road. Yeah. And it goes from two people to four people to four hundred people. She pulls more than I do, you know. What I mean, in in a lot of a lot of different markets, shit. That's what's up. Yeah. So, but she did that because she was willing to get in the car, you know, and be in weird areas and learn how to fucking build with people. And so, 
that's one thing that just will not fucking change. Like you cannot. I like using her for an example because not only is her her self provoked too. Like, yeah. and I, I don't even know all their music. I just pay attention to people who are fucking smashing because that shit's that shit's inspiring. yeah. What are they doing? Well, like it's just you have that whole generation of cats who are like, this is what's wrong with hip hop, and there's no like this and that when like. Man, like to the younger generation, like Kendrick Lamar is like they're Nas, like our Nas. Mm. So it's like there's there's a lot of dope movements popping off. I think like the key is as you get older is not to be get disconnected. So luckily, like the road connects me because I don't know how, <clears throat> how else I'd be exposed to it. It's not like I'm gonna go hang out with like you know a bunch of young kids and shit. So yeah. thank God, like the music does that. But like like without a doubt, man, like there's like you got kids who are fucking like filling the galaxy with no fucking they don't they don't need a record deal and they don't need to be on power they don't give a fuck about being on power yeah and that's what's up yeah and then if power happens to play their shit then that's cool but i think it's it's a very it's very liberating and <clears throat> i think you know there are certain things that won't change and you got a fucking rock show what has changed what has changed <clears throat> what is the biggest change you notice besides the obvious but being in the inside game? I mean, on a very, very, very simple level, um, things are controlled by like two or three companies now. Mm-hmm. So there's, um, there's, one, there's one major change is that like when you visit different cities, the radio doesn't reflect what that city is because everything's controlled by either Clear Channel or another company. So DJs don't have the ability to break artists anymore. You know what I mean? So that's why artists are being broken on YouTube and, and broken on SoundCloud or whatever because it's like they don't have the ability to do that. And then what happens is that that's one thing that's made everybody sound the same because you don't have that cultural like vibe when you go to, you know, to different areas. It's just everybody kind of starts blending in. So that's, yeah. that's one thing that's like absolutely positively changed like as far as digital media like music's always gone from like records to eight tracks this and that just people are just consuming music differently so you started way before the social media yeah what thank uh, god bro (laughs) how do you think uh, thank god now now everything is justified through likes and follows and retweets how was it known that you were killing it back then how did you know that fucking great question the fucking shows yeah the shows like Cause you you know and and you know what it's that's still now too though because you got cats with like with fifty thousand followers yeah. bro and then you go to their show and there's three people there yeah so like I I still feel like the shows for me it was it was just shows you'd be like you know you'd go out to you know go out to Austin and you're like oh shit they they know the single and they're here and that's how you would gauge it. And you know, and it's it was way more healthy, and it still is healthier. Like I check myself. Like I go to some places, I'm fucking popping. I go to a lot of places, and I'm introducing myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's dope. It's dope to know where you need to put more work in. Yeah. But like, if you've convinced yourself in your mind that you're fucking famous, then how do you know what to improve on? Mm. You know how do you how do you know what cities to go to, and 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 perform? <laughs> so for me, it was the show. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know. You know what I'm getting? <clears throat> uh, so I, I sit here with, with a lot of veterans, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and you're the first that I want to say is clearly at this, right? So uh, 
the first thing I, I notice is bitterness, right? Or resentment towards the current scene. Me? Me. Oh, okay. So that I notice oh. from other veteran artists, yeah. and I'm saying that I'm picking, I'm not getting that from you. So from other artists that, that are vets, they're doing their thing, right? <clears throat> I'll get the, uh, I should be bigger than I am. And I get the uh, sense of like, oh, these little kids don't know what's up or I got nothing else to learn. This, everything should be given. Or by the time that, you know, like this, by the, yeah. this should not be happening. Like I should be on sway. Like yeah. they give me like this look of like, fuck everything. The, it didn't work out. You don't know what the game's about. Trust me. I, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I get kind of like. You know why, man? Because it's like, um, it's like being really thirsty and like going up and trying too hard with a girl. You know, like this shit doesn't work. You like the weirdo who's like pressing up on somebody. Right. There's a but formula. Like, if you let life happen yeah. by being yourself, I, I there's like three ways to answer that, right? Because like, dude, like a lot of people get bitter, man. Yeah. Like I, a lot of my idols have become yeah. bitter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to watch. It's hard to sit um, here and be like, dude, I love you, but going you're back to bitter Vlad, as shit right going now. Going back like, to Vlad, like, <laughs> bro, like fucking. Lord Jamar was like, was a god to me. <laughs> Number you know one I mean? bitter like, person. I, I was like, I was, <laughs> I was the kid. My my yeah. parents were involved in the civil rights. I was the kid studying like five yeah. percent. You know what I mean? Like on some real shit. I also got, I was also raised Muslim, Christian, but I got like. So for me, watching him come down from that that platform is really bad. And um, shit, man. Like I um. I'm on some E40 shit. I just want to work with you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're young and you're coming up and you're doing your thing, like, uh, what's wrong with being inspired by that? Mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of cats just want to be fucking famous, and I just try and stay away from motherfuckers like that. Like, all those cats that are that bitter, they just wanted to be the man forever. And so, like, if someone likes your shit, like, that's the blessing. But it shouldn't be expected. Mm. you know and i and i feel like the minute you start expecting that you're fucked mm. you know what i'm saying like like that should not be like the reason bro like that's why i key on the word acknowledgement we all want to be acknowledged for working hard you know what i mean but like you did this for yourself and then the bonus is sway saying he likes it yeah see what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but you didn't do it so sway would say he likes no. it and, so but, and and once think, that flips yeah that's you know. good good because that's what that second thing that i'll pick up is on the effect that <sighs> they're like yeah first of all there's that bitterness right yeah. but they stop doing it for them so they stop and now they're doing it so other people like me and now not enough people are liking me yeah. so you know you stop doing it for the reason that you started doing it yeah. sometimes that's a positive sometimes it's a negative well, and, and you know what too man like I, I i see cats they'll be like i never fuck with little wayne man like blah blah blah, and if I guarantee, if Little Wayne gave him a call yeah. and asked to get him on a track, they do it. Yeah. So I, I really feel like people base a lot of their opinions on opportunity, mm -hmm. and realistically, they know they're never going to have the, that opportunity. So it's like for me, um, I, I man, the bitterness is is very real, more in the hip hop culture too as you get older. But like, I just, I truly, literally just try and stay away from it. If you're on that shit, like, I'm trying to think of like, this is all new, right? So what if, like, you allowed yourself to be open and exposed to this? 
So like I'm trying to stay open and exposed to new ways of getting my music out. Mm-hmm. How can I think on that level when I'm talking about it's not the golden era? Used to be better in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My fuckers were talking about selling crack in the 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like a little more conscious and it was like production was a little better. If you, if, you know, some would say, but like people were talking about busting guns and slaying crack. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was in the 90s. It's right. not like, it's not like everybody was gods and shit. My, yeah. Like no one was on the radio still. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, the thing to bitter and like it's one of the reasons I love Medusa. Um, mm-hmm. is because she's not bitter, Shut man. Up. She just wants, that's like my home girl. Yeah. That's like my sister. She's, I just was, I just I, left I her. She it. almost came to the show with me. Oh, let me do I was going to surprise you. I love you. Medusa. And yeah. I'm glad I didn't yeah. announce it. Cause oh, I was okay. like, all right, bring me. But anyways, um, man, like as you get older, you just want to be around people who, yeah. who are like, are inspired. And like, you, yeah. how can you think of new ideas if you're just like focused on like, what's not cracking? Yeah. It, and know? I think as us, as artists that were born and got to enjoy it. Right, we got to enjoy the golden era, right? I think yes. Obviously, music was better. I'm just gonna say, uh, like our general comment, music was better in the '90s. Hip hop was better in the '90s. Go with that in mind and move on. Like, yeah. don't yeah. ever forget the music yeah. was because, bro. Now you have now, now you have this upper this overness of of these current MCs. Because, yeah. like, yes, understand you yourself. The music was better. Now, now school these kids. Now take that and do something with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to do. Is now I'll just scream from the top. You're not Tupac. Fuck you. You're not. No, cause I could. You know what I'm saying? Because no one's Tupac. But I'm saying uh, I take that knowledge and I try to. Hey, this is why Tupac was good. Apply it or, or do this or I remember, you know what I'm saying? I have a grounds to judge you on, bro. Cause I was there when music was better. So now in my opinion from someone that was there, this is my opinion about your music. You're asking for it, right? If you're asking someone for opinions on music in the future, right? About this, they're going to say the same thing. Just, that's what I was just going to say. Like, <laughs> in 10 years from now, yeah. the kids will be like, man, it was better in 2015. Yeah, it was better. So a lot of it has to do with you attach your memories to. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of that's like you're hooking up with your first girl yeah. or you're like, you're, you're like, you're like experiencing life yeah. as, you know, on your own. Yeah. So it's like whatever is going on at the time. But that also, like more have an, but that also upsets me. And, and with that being said, like a lot of the shit on the radio does suck. Yeah. You know, it's, it's both. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. But it's like, but it's not like, I hate, like, I've heard motherfuckers be like, Kendrick Lamar. Fucking, he's on the, he's on that bullshit. It's yeah. like, why? Cause so, so what the rule is, no one can be on the radio. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, like, so fabulous isn't good because yeah. he's on the radio. Yeah. Schoolboy Q's now not dope because he's on the radio. Like, isn't that the whole point that like one of us or whatever you want to call it breaks through and gets on the fucking radio? Yeah. So it's like I remember when M I broke mean, out. I remember when, I remember Eminem. Eminem. I remember when Eminem broke out. A lot of people were on that. Tip. I got his first demo. The other one, the other, the other people, we were like, oh, he made it. Oh, that's dope. Like we, yeah. we, I, for me, from listening yeah. from him on um, Wake Up Show, I'm like, oh, Eminem yeah. got a single on the on power. Oh, dude, that's dope. Like yeah. I was so happy for him. I was like, that's what's up. And then all this criticism started happening because it was really the first time the world got to see an underground, legitimately well put together, established underground artist blow up. Crossover. And then to be that level, you know what I'm saying? Everyone was on one side or the other. I was just happy to see I made it. I, you know, I own Infinite. I know what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was there. I heard on the ruckus and everything. I was really happy about it. Yeah. And I think that people forget that. And it's just that we're so attached to the '90s that we sound like old men when we talk to these young kids. Yeah, it just, it just fuck concept. You gotta build it. It's like, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Man. Like, 
I just think that's from people who just aren't out there out and about enough. Yeah. Like I just you get some people they just settle settle down in life, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's just perspective. But too. you have not settled. I mean, yeah, I mean I've I've also sacrificed a lot by to not settle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like um I mean and then also by nature, I think the pursuit of that has just like let me be around all different types of people. You know what I mean? And uh shit. But like would that's, you... that's also where I'm at now. Like I also spent a lot of years not thinking I would you know, yeah. I was gonna live a long life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you're catching me at a at a phase where I feel that way. You didn't <laughs> kinda like, dude, I don't know, I didn't think I was gonna live this long. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. For sure. Yeah. Like I've been I've been through that shit that, you know, um that'll take your breath away. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So But you've learned from those moments. Yeah. To appreciate life or whatever the lesson was. Absolutely, man. I fucking I mean for me, like I said, I I don't feel like you have to like write I don't feel like because you went through pain, your art is better than somebody who's Mm -hmm. had a good life. Yeah. You know? But with that being said, I started, you know, I just started writing because I felt like I had to, like, I was 16, 17. I had to write about shit that was keeping me up at night mm-hmm. and fucking with my head. So if if I wasn't doing that, I I probably would have been doing drugs. Mm. You know what I mean? To to numb what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And so there's been key key moments in my life where, like, music just straight up saves me. Yeah. You know. So what does music do for you now? Um what does it do for me now? Shit. It does a lot of things, man. I mean, right now, if I was just a rapper, I'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because I there's you really can't make a living that way. You know what I mean? So like I've always been into writing hooks. And singing and stuff. So my whole pro- approach has been like a musical approach. I definitely came up in the battle scene. I was that's why I was on the Wake Up Show. Um, but like, for me, it's always been like a musical, a musical um, perspective. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm only now I'm working on a project right now with Pigeon John, and it's the first project. I am. It's being creative out of fun. Mm. Straight up. No need to put something out. It's just like are the sessions are happening because we're fucking chilling, having fun, wilding out, being free. And all my other music has been to get through something. Yeah. You know, like, like, um, you know, five years ago, I was in a, uh, it's the first time I've even talked about this in an interview. Five years ago, because I've only learned just now to. Five years ago, I was in, in uh, I was driving down Beach Boulevard on the uh-huh. way to a show. Okay. Homeless man runs out into the middle of the street, and I hit him and killed him. <gasps> Whoa. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So music saved my life right there. Yeah. Because like, if I didn't have the music, I would have fucking gone crazy. Yeah. Straight up. So. Um, it was therapeutic. It was. It's absolutely fucking therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To take to to go through something that takes your breath away. Put out some songs, go to a place you've never been, and have people identify with that. Like that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I just am like, 
I, I just am not trying to. I'm not trying to battle anybody. I'm not trying to be the best MC. I'm just a fan of like of of songs that make you feel something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you try to create that. Okay, I was present I at the B side show recently. Yeah, watching you uh, film the video. Yeah, that's when we first met. Yeah. first person. The video is amazing. First of all, Thanks but the track yeah. is off the hook. Yeah. As I'm sitting there, I'm watching the re- you repeat and go uh-huh. through it and all that stuff. The message in it was super. You know what I? You know what I hate? This is what I hate. Um, th- the message gets lost in the words that it's delivered in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel because mm-hmm. some people could be really dope and they have something to say, but they don't know how to express it correctly or the the way they put the when we talk hip hop specifically the way they put their the song together, it loses it. That song was very well put together because it was um, clear. Like, I didn't have to do too much, like, separation of verbs to understand your message. Yeah. Like, it's not like an Aesop rock track. You know what I'm saying? Where, yeah. what, what the fuck was Childish Gambino saying this whole track? <laughs> and then when you, it takes you go back a couple of times, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now you break down the words, blah, blah, blah. For that track, it was like, this is point. It's pointing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was clear. Which I really yeah. appreciate as someone who's like, okay, cool. Not to sound corny, because, like, now it sounds stupid when you say it now. But, like, I don't write anything down. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely write down notes. Yeah. I'll do what you do. I'll record ideas. Yeah. But I, um, I really try and let the moment, let it happen. When I came up with notebooks stacked and stacked yeah. and stacked, but like for me, it's just um, just being in that in that moment. And then um, I just feel like people don't even like want to talk. I I don't even know what that song. I, that song is fucking straight up schizophrenic. Yeah, <laughs> it's from it's from like a lot of different angles. It's I'm not true. a leader. I just want more followers. So yeah. that like I'm not a leader. I just want more followers. I wanted to repeat all the hooks because everybody's into having one word repeated over and over again. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm gonna repeat something, I'm gonna hopefully hopefully it's something that's dope and sticks with somebody. Yeah. If it's gonna be repeated fucking thirty times in a fucking song, and then I just. I'm not saying like the whole youth is like that, but I was writing from that perspective of somebody who's come up in an era where they can inform themselves on everything, but they just glance at everything, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I heard Pac was somebody to look up to, but he's dead. And dear Obama, we don't trust you. Mm -hmm. That whole mentality of like, fuck, fuck your history. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. It's about me right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and my mentality is love you, never. I'm better all by myself. Like motherfuckers who like don't care if they have 10 real friends as long as they got 10,000 Instagram followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, these girls are just taking 20 selfies a fucking day. You know what I'm saying? And not connected to anything. And, and, and Not I'll, connected to the I'll, world. I'll include myself. There's plenty of people not doing that I'm too. so hooked to my phone. It's such a necessity. It's a challenge, bro. It's a necessity it's a to me. It's a it's challenge. A, I, I a need challenge. to have it, not only for personal basis yeah. and wife and kids, but for business. I, I, I couldn't do none of this. You got to give yourself phone. rules. Right? So I try to. Rules. So I'm like, okay, between these hours and these hours or when I'm with the wife or when I'm here, don't touch your fucking phone. That's why I got missed calls. That's why I don't put... There's sometimes where even I can't miss out on these opportunities. I have to check the email. No phones you in the mean? studio, bro. That's, That's our a, thing. No okay. phones in the studio because how, how the fuck are you going to... Try and capture a moment that you don't know what, like, how are you going to try and um, steer a moment that's happening? So now the moment's not even a moment anymore because you're trying to document the fucking moment. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I just, I just, man, like. It's a distraction for sure. Yeah, it's like a character flaw. I I, I think we're going to get to a point where it's like, it's like people that, people that do that shit will be looked at people that don't say please and thank you. 
Mm. It's just like, oh, you do that? That's just kind of fucking rude. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because how, you know, you got to be in the experience, man. And if you're so busy trying to like let everybody else know, like what's your contribute, how are you contributing to the experience? You damn sure ain't writing no fucking songs. (laughs) You're just trying to let people know you're working. Yeah. You know? Oh, what kind of food? Because everybody's working right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everybody's working. It's on their grind. Everybody's grinding. It's just like. Man, that's why, I, that's why I take pictures of the fucking sunsets and shit. It's mm. like, motherfuckers like, will know if I'm working. Yeah, I don't have to like show every moment of my life yeah. and shit. There know? are certain things that I tell my wife, like, don't take a picture there. That's for us. Like, don't mm. post that. Trust me. And then like, uh, even stuff with this, like, uh, I, ha- I have a, I have a wish list, right? That I have the artist who I've ever, ever wanted to interview. I wrote it down and I've created one that started and it's grown mm-hmm. and we've been able to cross off some names. So, Those people cross off their own names and it's not, taking a picture of no one's recording it it's for me and Absolutely. them and at that moment they're looking at me like oh this is real for this kid like this is a grip and it is master ace can you please cross your name off this list i'm like you know he's like yeah bro, no. it's R-A. like to me it's a checklist and it's something so precious that i don't want it seen by anybody else it's my moment it's like some jedi shit too like bro like if i'm if i'm hanging with the homie who's like super doing his thing like it's fucking awkward. Like, what am I going to like take pick? Like, like if it happens naturally, it yeah. happens naturally. I probably want to get a flick with you when we're yeah. done. I'm not saying like, it's not a yeah. part of like who I am, yeah. but there's just, you know, Plus, this is a there's different, a fucking time and place for everything. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, it's, this it's, is it's part just, work. Just, You're at work right now. Yeah, we're working. It's, so it's etiquette, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking etiquette. etiquette. It's just etiquette, man. Etiquette pertaining to where you're yeah. at. Yeah. At the DMV, you're not gonna be fucking, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's certain etiquettes to places. And this is what I'm with that. If you take 10, 99% of the time, if you take 10 selfies a day, you're off. <laughs> you're, just, you're off, man. Yeah, like, you, we just, you're just off, man, because it's just like, um, it's just, it's a horrible Are way. we talking as dudes or as people? People. As a person. People. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a very, um, it's just new. Yeah. It's just in some new weird shit. It is. It's still, dude, yeah. this is so dope. Don't get me still. wrong, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, homie, like, don't get me wrong. I have been the dude on the other end. Yeah. Checking out the girls taking ten selfies. Mm-hmm. I've I've fucked with some of them. <laughs> I'm not I'm not speaking from judgment. Yeah. It's just things I've learned. Yeah. You know, and um coming up, I wanted to share everything. Mm-hmm. Then every then we're in an era where everybody shares everything. So now I'm like, I don't really want to show that much. And <laughs> yeah. that, and like the weird thing is like the less you show, the more people want to like check your shit. Yeah. Because you're not so thirsty. So don't give them everything. It's like, yeah, it's just like a balance. Here's you this. Know? Here's that. Did you see those new selfie sticks they have? Yeah. They're, those <laughs> staffs people carry around that out of hand. phone yeah. on the end and they take <laughs> selfies on yeah. their stupid... I just saw that today. I found out that's real. Dude, they, you know how they... I, I just saw a bunch of them at Venice. People oh. were walking in Venice like... All the stars. So, so you know what it is? So it, it is that the fact that these are super cool still. It's super dope. So every time an iPhone comes out, you're like, oh you know what Slug God. said? That's what it is. You know what Slug no, said? No. Slug said it's like when the hammer came out. Some people hit other people over the head with it, <laughs> and then some people built dope shit with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like new. Like yeah, it's, it's definitely new. not bad. Like people that. Like it's it's an amazing thing that like I can fucking talk to people in Africa who have bought my music. That's okay. dope. I don't want to trade that. Yeah. Um. I just um. I feel like when I start my day going right to the phone, my energy's thrown off. Mm. You know, what I mean, I deleted my personal Facebook account yeah. a little bit ago. It was like one of the best things I did for my soul, bro. Oh, shit. Because it's like. 
the homie said, um, if you spend all day reading other people's thoughts, then what are yours? Mm. Mm. You know? I like that. And I was like, and it's not that I was on there all the time, but I just wake up. It's the first thing I'm doing is I'm putting that in my head. Mm. It's kind of fucked up. Oh, I like and that. And then I react to emails differently. I, I, you know, I think it's good to just give yourself an hour or two, let life happen, and then like approach that. Because if not, you just feel fucking plugged in all the time. But outside of the way you deal with yeah. stuff, you personally, right? Yeah. You're very still very much an artist in a in a world where you have to be professional. Yeah. So you understand that, right? Absolutely. Okay, so Absolutely. W- what would you say is uh, the one mistake that these artists aren't doing as when it comes to that point? Because well, I mean, there well, was emails well, back I mean, and well, forth. Who, like, what, what type of artist? Well, this is what I'm talking about. So there was I mean, emails that we back and forth, yeah. right? I don't know if that was you or your management team. That's my manager. You know, that's what you I'm know, saying. I worked. You know, for years I micromanaged everything. Mm-hmm. I oversee everything now. Yeah. I just, um, I, I like to keep my energy to uh, to focus on this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than like, um, and then, I mean, I'm just happy to be at that point. It's not like. Well, you need a manager. Yeah, it's not. It's not like talk to my manager. It's just like I. I need like I've. I've already have like micromanaged myself to the point where the things I'm really good at will suffer because I'm doing everything else. Yeah. And so it's like I, I've learned to just like um, just focus on like my strengths. You Is know? there certain and, things you won't give up to a management to do? I mean, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a partnership, you yeah. know. As far as like I'm, you know, I'm not like. It's not like, ah, I'm going to make you famous. See, you need to do this and do that. It's more like we just kind of like run ideas off of each other. Uh-huh. And um, I definitely like steer the boat, you know, and own the boat. You know, it's not like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's not like, like, it's just, I, I think, um, I think you should have somebody who can take the emotion out of it for you. Mm-hmm. That's where the, it is a business. Uh-huh. You know, um, you're, you are, you know, we're good. Not everybody's like that. You know, you get people that just come at you kind of weird, you know, and I'm down for that. I'm down for a weirdo, mm-hmm. down for a weird conversation. <laughs> Example. What do you mean? Well, I mean, um, I don't want to talk to promoters who are hustling young kids to pay for tickets so they can say they played a show with somebody that the promoter idolized growing up. Mm. Very specific. No, no, I'm just saying like, I'm just <laughs> that's saying. That's a very specific yeah. thing you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you that that that's a big part of the game right yeah. now is like, I just like real promoters. So mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking be talking to a bunch of cats who like created a Facebook event page and like want to sell me on how I should fucking like give them 300 bucks to like be a part of a, of something it's 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 not it's just something i don't want to be part of so on that level alone like if somebody else can weed that out for me so mm-hmm. i don't come off like a fucking asshole mm-hmm. you know when you're like when you're just speaking crazy it's just it's just better for me because then like then i'm not because homie might have respected me or liked my music yeah and then like i start you know and then they don't like you and then, then they don't like me and then i'm an asshole so it, it's kind of to remove the opportunity for me to come off like an asshole too <laughs> <laughs> Which is the smartest thing yeah. ever? Well, I mean, it's just like I'm. I'm also from a fucking. I just know. I don't know. I'm. I'm super cool and positive, but like, I don't. 
I know a fucking hustle when I see it. Yeah. So I think that shit is fucked up hip hop yeah. more than fucking more than all the shit people complain about. <laughs> hey, this is this is live, right? Um, it's live radio. Come on. No, I think roll with I, it. Roll with I, I think that new promotion shit like fucks. I, I do we do for, pay I to bad play? For fuck no. You never do pay to play. Fuck no. I've okay. never paid to play, bro. You never. Fuck no. I don't need to go anywhere. No one wants to fucking fuck with me, bro. Okay. Ever, man. Okay. And and with that being said, does that mean all pay to plays are wrong? Absolutely Good. not. That's exactly what I. Absolutely mean. not because. Um, well, when I was coming up, they would call them showcases. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, you know, you'd get a bunch of kids and you put them in front of people that might be able to help them out and things like that. So I don't think, I don't think you should never pay to play. I'm saying, um, I rather pay, I rather play for free in Mont in a city in Montana I've never been to and open up for somebody who is more established. Not that I would. I can at least figure out a way to get some money. But mm -hmm. I'd rather p play for next to nothing and earn my shit than, than pay to be a part of something at this point in my career. Also, because I'm not financially depending on that. Mm. You know, like I've been blessed to fucking write joints. You know, I've been blessed to be in the studio with fucking Lana Del Rey, Fiona Apple, Snoop Dogg and all that shit. So my, my mind state is like, yo. It's not not on some cocky shit. Yeah. It's just like um if I was 19, 20, probably might do the right pay to play show. But when I was 19 and 20, we threw our own shows. You know, and then like I would I would figure it out and stuff. So I just I think generally the pay to play fucking movement has like you know in Austin it's against they they passed a law where it's against the law to throw pay to play shows in the city. Straight up. You look it up. Oh, okay. Because it's it's the music capital of the country. Yeah. And it started fucking up the scene cuz it fucks up the order of things. So you're not you're not letting you're not letting people come up the chain of of doing their thing like like Reverie I can't speak for her. Never even met her. Just uh, just I I respect and admire her. Mm -hmm. I don't think she came up cuz she was doing pay to play shows. Mm -hmm. She just like just did shows and shows yeah. and shows and shows and built it. So I don't, I just don't feel like it's necessary for, for kids to hand grown men money and shit so they can fucking like if a promoter's doing their job, they don't need to do that. Like on, on the real, like uh, if you're throwing the right show, you don't need to depend on three openers to pay the headliner. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you know that you are going to have the fucking place packed and that's gonna fucking the door. That's pay you're gonna you. yeah so you're gonna business. fucking make your money. So you know. But with that being said, like um, I respect like cats like Droops. Yeah, I, I respect people who. I mean, at the end of the day, by them doing things that way on a certain nature, they brought a lot of really good music to Santa Ana and Orange. Me, in Orange it, County. So, so the way it's advertised is the way of pay your. And dues I'm not and I'm not saying Droops it. does that by the way yeah. too. I'm just saying, like, no, he's, it's, we've it's, had him on. Yeah. He, he know he it's, says it's, that it's, it's not he does all do bad. It. And he yeah. and I have had honest conversations. I was like, "Yo, man, I respect what you're doing. Yeah. I just like, yo, man, like, it's maybe that's not maybe that's not a good look for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, I have way a bigger of a, a draw outside of SoCal. Mm -hmm. I'm not like on some other shit where I'm like, I'm never rocking shows in SoCal. That's just like that's how it is for man. Talib Kweli is bigger outside of Brooklyn than in Brooklyn, bro. Mm -hmm. It's like that 
it's like that for everybody in in all their areas and shit. And, and this is from listening you know? to other people talking. This, like I said, comedians. Comedians will tell you one rule is don't play your hometown. Fuck no. Don't play your hometown because people Fuck are not no. going to come. No. What you do is you go play places that don't have access to comedy or artistry like yours. So like if you're in Seattle and you're from Seattle, don't go to Seattle. Come to here because these places don't have you next door. Well, you, you know, know what, what I'll do? I'll do like, I mean, last show I did in OC was at the House of Blues. and was like, we had like great turnout. Me and Medusa's four or five hundred people. I just will only do that once a year. Yeah. I don't think I feel I have a big enough pull in Orange County for me to do more than one or two shows like that a year. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. But like, I also say that because I can go and tour consistently across the country. And, so you don't and, have and to play Europe. this place. Yeah, and, 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 but, but I'm not alone in that. That's yeah. like Pharaoh Manch is bigger being out into the world yeah. than staying in New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not, it's not just me. Yeah. Like you, like rappers take it personal though. Oh, I ain't yeah. fucking with LA. I ain't fucking with OC. Like, bro, it's just, that's how it was for blues players. And, and for some, it's real, dog. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll give you, and I won't, I don't feel bad talking about it because he says it. Uh-huh. Right. So pause one, won't play LA. Mm-hmm. He, because he, he, he doesn't get the reception that he might arguably deserves, right? But pause can go over tours right now, like right mm-hmm. now with Elder Sensei and pack houses out. Yeah. But in LA, he's yeah. not getting the love that he deems worthy of, of his hard work and the time he's been in so that's kind of i can see pauses because yeah. that's true people don't come out and see a pause one show in la it just doesn't happen well, i won't speak um i've I got great music out with pause yeah. um so um i'm not responding to that so but from my experience um like um put out like two or three fucking records and then we got the fucking cover of the OC Weekly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think that, um, and dude, I am not responding to pause, by the way, because I know fucking hip hop heads. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, who the fuck are you yeah. to think that you deserve fucking whatever status you think yeah. is in your mind after one fucking album? That's exactly hey, what you homie, were talking about earlier. Go do this yeah. over and over again and be happy about it. Like, straight up, man. Like, and let other people, like once again, like let other pay, let other people make that happen for you, like like it's not your it's not your job to make people fucking like you, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's you should not be concerned with like they don't like me enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like Tumex, bro, is like a fucking G. Like, he's my big bro. He's the real fucking hustler, artist. He is L.A. Underground. Straight up. You know, are there many others? Absolutely. Tumex isn't fucking crying and shit because he can't sell out the fucking Roxy anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's motherfuckers who deserve all those feelings that people are feeling. So, for me, I get Paz's situation um, and a lot of it. He's, you know, he's justified to feel that way. There's moments where I have felt that way, um, with within within Orange County, and then I haven't felt that way for a long time, just because I feel like I made the contribution for myself. If other people choose to acknowledge it, then that's dope, man. Mm-hmm. But like, yo, it's a different generation every fucking four years. Yeah, I can't expect like 15 year olds to think I'm the fucking G. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not my job to be upset. So, what do you see that? that. The, besides the obvious difference of LA being the LA scene being uh, 
visually around a lot longer. I want to make sure I word them right because yeah. it, some people be like, oh, no, no, it's not, right? So LA scene, hip-hop scene been around uh, more or been louder for longer than the Orange County scene, right? Because uh-huh. we got vets here too. Yeah. People just never knew it or they just yeah. don't talk I can about tell, it. I can, tell you, like, I can tell you the vets too. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the fucking house from Santa Ana and Tustin. Yeah. OG. I can tell you Lumberjack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like OG, like Santa Ana cats who, who lived in like fucking the real deal and shit when there was a fucking a black community in Santa Ana. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When there was like a whole different fucking scene and all that shit. So uh chaotic minds corrupting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like OG shit. So it's um we've always been like LA's little brother. Yeah. You know, because we all got family in LA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what, what do you think is the biggest difference between the scenes? And why aren't we? Because I've said it I think they both suck. We're not unified. I think they both suck, bro. I think the fuck, I think, I think they're both popping and they both suck. There's amazing movements like Odd Future captured like the youth angst in LA, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And was like, yo, you don't have to fucking be pro anything. You can just be yourself. You got TDE. It's popping off. You know what I mean? But okay, I shouldn't say it sucks, but like there's... So many other cities with fluent music scenes, you know, from the Bay yeah. to fucking New Orleans yeah. to, man, so many, and then cities you would never even think so of. So what is it? What is it? Why don't we have that? Why are we not New Orleans or Seattle or these places that have that scene and it's like boom, boom, well, boom? Well, the good news is it is getting way better because we're yeah. doing shows like this in places like this with, with cats like this who are willing to invest in themselves mm-hmm. And open their doors to the community. Yeah. So it so you so you begin having a fucking culture yeah. around it. So there's that. Yeah. There's that. And then you have to have more than one venue mm-hmm. that allows major acts to carry on their energy over to young expiring acts that made it on stage because of their skills, not because they made really bad life decisions, making sure that promoter got two fucking grand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the next day, their only thing they're fucking concerned about is taking a picture of ASAP Ferg's crowd. But that ain't your crowd, homie. So what you did, bro, is you just paid $2,000 for a fucking Instagram picture. You know? Yeah. Like, take a picture of a publishing check, bro, and then I know you're good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, we need more of this. We need more people like you. We need more people like homie in there working in the lab. We need more people unifying and creating the culture and not waiting for the mainstream to provide that for us. Yeah. You know, Santa Ana has been had flavor. You know what I'm saying? I don't speak no Spanish. I was the kid up in Santa Ana early. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Long Beach has been had flavor. It's just fucking Snoop Dogg and Sublime put them on the map. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we need to cheer on people from the area and propel them to that place so um i don't even know homie's music i don't really buy it but i'm fucking with four so let's let him be our motherfuckers might not get that statement you know what i mean and i don't even know his music bro my point is this let somebody be a superstar from here so other kids can be the next fucking not they can be noticed and shit so that that's another thing like we just gotta support each other you know what i mean and not, and that's what i that's what i mean by there's no unification here 
Because, you know, and I'll give you an example. It's uh, an just identity the thing, too, though. Well, I can get really deep with it, bro, because yeah. it's an identity thing. And, like, OC super duper fucking segregated, homie. Mm-hmm. Like, on some real shit. Streets to streets. It's, it's, it it's, more, it's more fucking segregated than the South, bro. <laughs> like, they have already dealt with that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, they've dealt with that shit. But you so know what I you think got, it is? You've got people that live in South County yeah. that have a completely different perspective than that. Because, and, but we have an economic separation that's in Orange County. Absolutely. It's not so much as racial. Because, oh, it's all, no, it's everything's economics. Oh, yeah. Never, yeah. Most yeah. things aren't even yeah. racial. So, so, but this, that, that one you're talking <laughs> it, about specifically economics. is the economical one yeah. we have here in Orange County. Because I can go to Newport, which economics. is 20 minutes away, and it's fucking gorgeous million-dollar houses. I come back to Stanton. It's not that. You know, and, and the separation is there. And what I mean is that we're so high strung and so, uh, uptight with our music in Orange County that you have to be a certain crowd or a certain person for that crowd to come out and support you. You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard to get fans from this crowd. Bro, our baseball team is Los Angeles yeah, Angels of, of Anaheim. Anaheim. No, yeah. that's the mind state of why, like, we are, it's an identity crisis. Like, we just need people to be themselves, bro, and, like, become well-known by being themselves. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. But you can't be, I'm an artist, Los Angeles of Anaheim. Like, you just are who you but, are. But that's how we're looked at in the world. There was a news, there was a news story of Fullerton, right? It was called a suburb of Los Angeles in the news because you have no other reference in New York where Fullerton is but you've heard of Los Angeles so they're trying to tell you where the story is they call it a suburb of Los Angeles bro it's not even the same county like what the fuck are you talking about see what I'm saying is the world thinks of us like that because we are allowing them to so what I wanted to do with this was how do we bring Orange County to the level where we're on the next stop on the map when you see a map it's not Sacramento and LA there's Anaheim well, plus There's two, Orange County before Disneyland. that third Disneyland. dot, bro. Disneyland. And then plus two, and not to contradict myself, so I have those feelings, and then 99% of the time, bro, like, homie, we're, we're fucking spinning in the middle of nowhere, bro. I don't fucking claim cities. <laughs> like, on the real, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm a grown-ass. So to you, it was never bro, a, a, point a, ref, a, a point of... Absolutely not, bro. When I fucking moved to fucking, you know... Where are we staying now? I'm in, I'm in Huntington Beach. Okay. I've been I've been right near the the water for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Before that, I was in Long Beach for for ten plus years. Um, I've I've experienced all different types of stuff. My mom's uh, first generation from Italy. I've you know I'm bicoastal. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to New York twice a year. I was born in Boston. I was raised in fucking SoCal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so you don't have so like my, a, I don't I don't look at like I swear to God an it allegiance to a Bro, certain place. I fuck fuck. I love everybody and fuck all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't call me fucking, don't call me white, don't call me black, don't call me an, an Orange County rapper, don't call me none of that shit, bro, because that shit is like such a simple-minded way of looking at shit. Like, the best way to rep where you're from is to get out into the world and be you. Mm-hmm. And then you're fucking putting your city on the fucking map. You know what I mean? So it's like... I get it's like it's like levels like yeah I can think on that level too and I can exist in that level too but like that's just not how my world is mm. you know what I mean because it's like like traveling is better than money bro traveling is better it's like the most education man like my motherfuckers need to see the world and then you don't even look at like you don't even look at shit the same anymore because 
you see the same person everywhere you go. You got people who are building shit. You got people who are destroying shit. You got people who are creative. You got mm -hmm. people who are shy. You got people who make you laugh. It's like literally all the same wherever you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then for me, like, shit, like, I got Brazilian, Italian, fucking, I've never been Italian enough. I've never been Irish enough. Mm -hmm. I've never been black. I've never really, I just have identified with, with, you know, with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I just, and it's not, I, I haven't chosen to feel that way. I just, it's not that I, I love who I am, like around my red beard, whatever. It's not like, I'm like, I just don't look, I just, it just doesn't define me. So like the city shit. And then the older you get and you move so many places, like, I don't know if I represent Orange County. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means, you know, because mm -hmm. I fucking have been so many fucking places. I lived in Miami. I've lived in New York for two years. Does that mean I'm fucking from Brooklyn? I don't know, yeah. you know, but I definitely, my musical roots are in Long Beach and Orange County because that's where we started. So right. that's our seed, you know. But I feel that, and then, and then we'll move on because uh, we can go on about this specific yeah. topic all night. But I feel that there is some kind of allegiance that you owe, that I owe, well, maybe, maybe that's just me, that I owe to the place that, that birthed me, Absolutely. gave me it's both. The, the liberty to do Absolutely. what I want. So like, it's, like, it's like why I, you know, it's like when Soldier joins the military because he feels an allegiance to his country that he really wants to do something for the yeah. country that gave him so much. So I feel that because I love hip hop yeah. and hip hop has given me a life, it's it's it was it was my dad it was my mom it was there to guide me it told me what not to do how to act mm -hmm. how to be courteous and, and smart but still be vicious at the same you know hip-hop taught me that's everything that's a great way to describe it you know what i mean yeah. it, it was a teacher and my dad when it was there so i feel an allegiance to it so i want it and it hurts when it's not presented right and i want to do the best that i can to kind of bring it up and i feel that some people take their city to be that yeah. Maybe their city yeah. was their dad and they raised them so they yeah. want to see their city be uplifted. Yeah. I feel that Orange County has a lot to offer in the hip hop scene, but we're just not realizing it as hip hop artists that we need to come together yeah. and stop yeah. hating on each other and start working with each other and we can build a scene like LA has. Because that's important to me. Maybe it's not important to other artists to have a scene yeah. to that's strong, but this is my focus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but you. No, I know. And with, with that being said, I agree. You know, I mean, I think um, I think it's important to do that. And then I think it's important to like, I mean, it's just like you're feeding the ground, head in the sky. Of course. You know what I mean, yeah. so I think it's um, I think it's both. And everybody has their different experiences, too. Like yeah. some people move around more. Yeah. And some people um, I didn't like have my first sense of community. And so like I, I lived in Long Beach a long time, you yeah. know, because I didn't get that from L.A. I didn't get that from Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I didn't get that when I first moved to OC. It was like a fucking culture shock. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, whoa. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. So there's some people that fucking grow up and they, they fucking have that sense of community. I think that's dope. And I don't feel like I've, I've had that. So I don't yeah. feel that way. But so, but people that feel that way, I fucking, man, that's like the most, one of the most important things is to feel community. So yeah. I think. Feel welcome and accepted. <laughs> told you I had a screw loose Well, maybe one or two And when we kissed I told you my heart was bulletproof 
Until you shot your way through To me, you're strange and you're beautiful 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 I get the shake your touch is my medicine I stay awake Until I feel your flesh again You're the bandage That wraps me up And keeps me clean When I'm broken You put the pieces back in me I'm free To me You're strange and you're beautiful To me You're strange and you're beautiful a segment for us today oh, man. that we want to try out uh well no, we, we had we, we had on the episode before but i think this will be no, really this interesting is, oh man yeah, yeah. really does good All right. so we don't have a name for it yet we got kind of we got to work on that flu all right i know we'll get on that one uh in the future but all right here we go uh what is your musical guilty pleasure <laughs> Shit. we all have What's one guilty pleasure that's a good question uh man I, you know, like, well, right now, I would, I guess, because I wasn't expecting to think it would be dope. Like, I think the new Nicki Minaj album's off the chain. <laughs> okay. Is it? Dude, there's, hey, bro, there's like, I, you know how I know too? Because I played it in front of like a couple of homies who feel yeah. the same way. Yeah. 
and they're like, "Who's that, SZA?" <laughs> or that's some Lana Del Rey shit. Yeah. I was like, "Nah, it's fucking Nicki Minaj." Yeah, yeah. They feel like guilty and uh, shit. Uh, what? what? <laughs> so, like that's my current, I guess. Guilty. So. I'll, I'll attest to that too. I'm on that. Uh, there's a couple joints on there, man. Like, uh, like, She's she got yeah, she got it going. And I just found out that Rihanna likes white boys. So um oh, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, uh, darn it. He said darn it. She doesn't like chubby Mexicans. Oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. Oh man, great. Yeah. Broke my heart. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh what is your most memorable uh bar or I would say for you for verse? What's your most memorable verse? My most uh memorable memorable verse is like the intro to me and L D on the cuts first album. And it's uh Ladies and gentlemen, you just tuned in. You're now officially part of a new movement. Technically, one day we had a visionary on a rips, LD cups with precision. Return to the sound you've been missing. All you MCs with no DJs, your time is over. And we say peace to Element No and the visionaries for giving mm-hmm. us an opportunity to put out a record. And I say peace to J5. I say Peace to Tumex and Brother Jay from X-Clan. I give shots out to LD's dad who passed away in the midst of us recording his album in the house that we were recording it. So for me, that was just like, that was, uh, it was like a, uh, putting it out to the world. Like, I don't know if I believed all of that, yeah. but I wanted to believe what I was saying so people would fucking feel that way. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I like that. See, see, that's how, yeah, man, that's, that's what the questions were made to be answered for. I like that. All right, now uh, if you could go ahead and pass down one piece of advice to the next up and coming MC, uh, what would it be? Don't uh, chase trends. Um, uh, my homie just told me this recently. It's fucking so ill. He said, "It's your job to incorporate your influences correctly." So absolutely, like. You like some some shit, like you know. You like what the Beatles did with this, cool. You like your your drums cracking, cool. Like you can take little things that you're fans of, but like the minute you chase dubstep, dubstep's done and they're on the fucking jungle. Mm-hmm. The minute you chase jungle, they're done mm-hmm. and they're on the trap. You know, so it's like, and I watched it happen because I'll I'll be in writing sessions mm-hmm. where people pay you to come in and write hooks for people, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is what's hot right now. By the time the song gets done and recorded, it's like. It's people are on to the next shit. Yeah. So if anything, fucking don't chase trends and try and create one. If, Start your if, own. If fucking if it happens, like Kendrick Lamar wasn't supposed to be a trend. Like none of those songs were like made as singles. Maybe the Janet Jackson one, but still, he's he's still rapping over a vocal sample the whole fucking time. That's true. So there we go. Well, don't chase trends. See, yeah, I like that. Well. What message do you want to leave behind? Uh, let me let me get this right here. What message do you want to leave behind in your art for your dedicated listeners to hear? Like cut yourself open and like completely fall apart on the track. You know, like, that. like fucking um, show all sides of you. And if you are feeling good, then write a song that makes you feel good. And if you're feeling like uh, you might not make it, then write a song like that. But just um, just really, really like um, put yourself into it and um, have musical influences, but don't search the internet to be influenced. Mm-hmm. You know. There you go. You got one more? Actually, uh, actually, I do. I have a couple over here. Let's see. 
Um, I actually, I asked you this b before the show, actually, but uh, what project are you currently working on? I got an EP. Um, I got a new single that just came out called Leader the Follow. The first single was called Ride On. Um, it's a producer from Portland. Uh, his name is Jade River. I recorded the, uh, the EP in three days while I was out in Austin on the road recently. And that's coming out um, in, uh, in March. And after that, I'll be putting out a project with uh, LD called The Color of the Music. And uh, I'll, I'll be pushing both of those projects. And then right, those are done. Coming out right now, I'm working on a project with LD on the cut and Pigeon John. That's, that's like, without a doubt, like my best music ever. It's just, it's fucking, it's on one. That kind of ties in with the last question. Uh, what's your goal as a lyricist? As a lyricist is to hopefully um, be attached to memories and be attached to, to feelings. You know, um, I don't think people really, when they're driving in the car, thinking about their grandma or they're remembering a time, I don't think it's associated with a battle rap. But I think you need to be able to go through that to get to a point to where you're a songwriter so you can't have... Yeah. You can't have one without the other. It's important. You know, so it's it's like um not being able to play street ball, but you expect to be in the NBA. Mm -hmm. But then you don't want to play street ball your whole life. But you gotta fucking do both. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I like that. Good job, Fluent. What's up? Get in debt with that. All right, move on to the next segment. We got a couple we got to knock out, and then we got the big one. I'm really looking forward to. So, okay. first segment is I need your top five musical influences of all time. Um, number one influence would be Nina Simone. Okay. Because, like, you can hear her voice tremble when she's, like, singing certain notes. Yeah. And then when you realize the time period that she was doing that music with. She's being snuck into clubs, and then the, she's being she's not allowed in places she's performing in unless she was singing. And she has all these white people paying money to listen to somebody sing about the struggles that those people then went and contributed to as soon as they left the venue. You know? <laughs> yeah. It is ironic. You know, so it would be Nina Simone. It would be, um, as far as MCs, um, Tupac, no doubt. Um, just because he wasn't, um, he was just an open heart, man. He um, raised and lifted people up and then talked about, he, you know, he wasn't perfect. Talked about bitches. He talked about political stuff. It was fucking horrible for, for his music to go out the way it did because it's like, it's like if Martin Luther King went out fucking tripping with people, you know, like, like, like Tupac was a fucking revolutionary. Yeah. You know, and then um, fucking, uh, Shit, I don't even know, bro. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life, Changed My Life, Dear God, uh, Love's in Need of Love Today. That song made me fucking want to talk to my dad. Um, and then you got... Uh, Good morning, friend. What was that, three or four? Three. That's three. I need two more. I go with, um, shit. Um, fuck, man. Pass on to... 
drawing a blank right now. Uh, you got it. Come on. Man. Oh, I'd, I'd go with um, I'd go with Bob Dylan, and then I would go with Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway was uh, so dope. He only recorded like three albums. Young died super young. Yeah. And that that song, a song for you. I sing a song for you or whatever. That shit is off the chain. So yeah. So what's up? I like those five. I respect those five. But I need to know your bottom five. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I know you're not gonna like this, but like, bro, like, yeah. I fucking am. Come on, there's gotta I, be. No, I just it has to be. Honestly, some. no, because I'm being I'm being so serious with you, man. Because yeah. I listened to the last episode, uh-huh. and like, um, <laughs> I do, and I knew you were gonna ask me this, yeah. and um, uh. Do I think Soldier Boy can't rap? Absolutely. Um, but he, here's a, here's the deal though. Yes. If somebody said, "Yo, man, homie wants to do a song with you," yeah. I would do it. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm not about to get on the track and talk about bullshit. Yeah. So I can get on a track and fucking make a banger, you know, and have it be on some like real dope shit. Yeah. And then, so it's like, will I just work with anybody? No. But like, um, I just, I honestly don't have, I mean, the, the ones that I don't like will probably be the obvious ones, you know? But like, I don't think Iggy Azalea should be up for a Grammy. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I'd fucking, I would do a hook for Iggy Azalea yeah. and talk about some fucking real shit. Yeah. So, I'm, so I just, there's no way specifically that you can think of like okay I really I mean don't. you know I can tell you the type of artists I don't like okay I can tell you that I think the cats who are like the girls taking selfies I think get your ass off Instagram yeah stop taking pictures of your rent money yeah mm. you know what I mean and stop fucking <laughs> and stop taking <laughs> yeah no no on the real and yeah. stop being like we working and we doing this and yeah. no bro you're fucking you're like spending all your money yeah um and. You know, I saw a post, people aren't what they post to be mm. online. So it's like, yo, yeah. man, like, I just, to, to me, I fucking can't stand when motherfuckers are faking the funk. Now, I won't name names, <laughs> but there's definitely been some people <laughs> that, that, are no, that are no longer up in my fucking circle. That's what's up. Or in technicality circle mm-hmm. that were just so fucking thirsty mm. that they want to fake the funk. Mm. And I watch their actions now, and I'm like, bro, you're not being real. Yeah. You're starving right now. So write a song about being hungry and starving. Mm. Stop trying to fucking portray this image that you've fucking made it. And then when I go to your show, there's fucking three fucking people there. Mm. Just be like, yo, I got three people here. I'm trying to get to six people. Shit. I've seen my fucking idols have like 15 people show up to their yeah. shows. Like, it's tough. It, and it's tough to watch. So, But what I'm saying is like, if you're not willing to go through like the honesty, stop fucking doing this shit. So I don't have five people I don't like, but that's, you know, those are the type of artists in this era. I just, I fucking can't stand. Okay. You know, I respect and, and that. there's with that. there is a lot of them, homie. There is. So, and I think, and I, you know what? We know who you are. <laughs> And 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 the people know who you are yeah. too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're taking care of your family, homie, you're so fucking thankful to be taking care of your family off this music shit. You don't have to. Damn, the last thing you're going to do is take a picture of your check. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that idea That's, won't even cross your mind. Fuck no. <laughs> you, I, I'm going to take a picture of uh, taking my son on vacation. That reflects real. That reflects the, the yeah. success, you know. Not like you know. I just here's all the money I have. Now you're you know alligator what? shoes. For, for, yeah. for as many as, and I guess it's, it's circles. But the, for as many people as I have on Instagram, I've never really followed or seen anyone like. I've seen that like on YouTube. You know, they'll, they'll do the like oh on Instagram, and it's like just like this. I'm like, who follows these douchebags? And why would yeah. you want to follow this asshole little sure. kid? Just, oh, I make sticks, and I got yeah. Bentleys. Like you didn't pay for the Bentleys. Yeah. Your dad bought it for you. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, who follows it? Well, and I don't even mean like baller shit. I just think cats, it's like I said before, man. I, I just feel like how how do you know what you need to improve on? If you if, if you're just only showing how fucking how successful you think you are. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That. And like look at all the homies who are successful. You see Raka on Instagram. No. Going like, look what I'm I'm really doing. Like, if you're doing like you go to Slug, he's got like crazy cool random photos. He's not his pictures aren't trying to insinuate his success. Yeah. You know, he's just showing you his journey. So I just feel like you know, that it's gotta be rough. But who knows, man, if I was eighteen in a different era, like I might have approached it that way. Because mm. it's all new shit. Yeah, it's all new. It's like it's new. I'm with it. You know? I respect that. See, that Insta like, fame. The Insta that's big Insta now. That, that's yeah, big. Man, Insta man. funk. Insta, yeah, man. <laughs> mm. That's what's up. All right. It had been years since the accident. I wanted so badly just to be over it. So I kept myself busy. Busy in the studio, on the road, raising my son, doing everything I could to avoid the memories. But one day, everything piles up. Everything stops. One day, you can't go home. up in smoke memories on the ground they say you can't come home cause there is nothing left so hold on to that empty feeling sinking in your chest when everything you love is floating right by climb up to the roof and call out to the sky it's gonna take some time for these wounds to dry If the water doesn't drown us, the sun will surely fry You can't come home It's time to start all over again Time to start, start all over again Start, start all over again The stock market rise And then the numbers quickly fall And rich men get rich While the poor only crawl and the only helping hand 
His wrist full of tricks They only throw a string No rope so is slip They wave money like fans On a hot summer day But when the rain come down They forget what they say And it's gonna take some time For these bulls to try If the water doesn't drown us Then the sun will surely fry You can't come home It's time to start all over again Time to start, start all over again. Start, start all over again. See, I like this interview. This is what I'm talking about. This is why we, and this is the hopes that we have when we invite everyone to come out, right? So, like, uh, the like, like the other some of some of the other uh, people I've interviewed that I really like, they're not prepared to be interviewed, and they don't really understand what an interview really consists of because they don't have any point of reference to a real interview. They have like, where you at? Where you doing? Okay, goodbye. Boom. Treat it more of a Q and A. Yeah, they don't have a, a, a like. Oh man, they're gonna. Talk you know to me. Shit, thank God I got a story to tell. Yeah. And I mean, you if, if it was, I mean, if it was three months into it, like a lot of my first interviews were like, I got, this is what I'm promoting. Yeah. I didn't really have, you know, and I also wasn't, you know, comfortable yeah. enough to, you know, to, to, to talk about shit too. You're a fountain of wisdom. Well, yeah. I like that. I also like, and, and the best part, I'm, you're not afraid or you're very willing to share that wisdom. I'm only trying to do this three or four times this year. It's like shows, bro. Yeah. Like if I do three or four of uh, real interviews, yeah. it's way better than running around to everybody who's in their yeah. in their room saying mm-hmm. they have a fucking. I feel like I try and make the right decisions, like I do with songs and shows. Like less is more. Yeah. And you know what I mean. So I'm I'm. I'm thankful to be Well, a part thank you of for choosing us. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? I really shit. appreciate yeah, that. No, to finalize everything, I need mm-hmm. the 12 rounds. Because this one is uh, mm-hmm. it's my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I think it really kind of embodies the essence of the show, the 12 questions. Yeah. We worked very hard to come up with them. Remember, we sat yeah. there for hours like, what, what should we do? But I think this really narrowed it down because it pushes you the right of man to want to answer the next question. Mm-hmm. There's some interviews that could be really forward and it's like, fuck you. I'm not telling you shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you kind of just like work it up to be like, all right, what's the next round? Mm-hmm. Then people get excited. I can see them kind of sit up in the chair like, okay, I could do this. I could do this. Because they're, they're right at the meter. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> have I sold it enough? So let's get this I don't have a choice. I'm going to answer it. So. <laughs> the way it works is I'm going to ask you 12 questions, uh-huh. each more difficult than the last. If you can answer all 12 questions honestly, <laughs> oh, shit. you are the champion. You walk away with the belt. Okay. Right. If you cannot answer the question or you will not There's answer no the belt. question, no belt. you will be knocked out. Yes. I'm the champion. <laughs> And I get, I get that right there in your hand. Oh, this is my little pacifier. Are you willing to play twelve rounds? Yes. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Round number one. What is your favorite? Part? <laughs> <laughs> I add it later. The right? old co-host yeah. used to do that. <laughs> Round number one. What is your fa- favorite part about your craft? 
my favorite part about my craft um i'm thankful it comes uh, i'm thankful that um it comes naturally and mm. i've never had writer's block it's very impressive but Definitely. i but i also like no i i don't try and record all the time i mean i record all the time but like um you can't you just can't force it and yeah. i fucking have people around me that i'm comfortable with that i i'm i'm in a i'm in a space to where if i want to try some opera shit then fucking my boys like go for it that's what's up so i'm like round number two what is your least favorite part about your craft um being away um sacrificing time and relationships we can all understand that i think yeah i get it yeah round number three if you could collaborate with anyone Uh dead or alive who would it be Pac, for sure still yeah like round number four what are you most proud of for round number four um i'm most proud that that anyone gives a fuck and then that um and that i was able to survive things that um people spend their whole life trying to just utter the words and i'm i'm thankful that um I'm I'm thankful that I've been able to. It sounds cliche, but turn dark shit into fucking sunny fucking beaches. Yeah, you know, and like not and like I take some credit for it. You know, like some credit. It takes a very strong person to even want to walk that path. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you're. I mean, it's obviously a blessing that you have the the skill. To want to do it, or the soul, the spirit that says, "I need to do this. I need to live this way. I can't let this deal me down. No, I can't let this hold me." And, and not to get too deep with it, there's two sides. I mean, I'm super duper thankful, and then I'm also very humble that I feel fucking re- stupid when it comes. To, like I'm, I'm trying to be good at living. I'm trying to be good at life right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like learn how to fucking fix some shit around a house type of shit. You know what I mean. Like you can be really good at something, and it can almost make you fucking. Uh, not confident and like i watch people do other things and i'm like wow man like i see people my age like so well accomplished i'm like fuck bro or not even that dude like sometimes like it's like man it must be cool to just have like a fucking favorite show on a tuesday night and like you're stoked to go to this or that like i just am too fucking i feel like i'm wasting my time yeah if i'm just like so you don't watch Netflix? I love. That's why I love Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> Dog, I'm an, because I, I can watch it when I watch it. But what I'm saying that is, friends, there's, there's that been, friends show. Though. There's been parts of me that envies like <laughs> yeah. what the like the so-called normality route yeah. because it's just like oh man, but it looks so easy to homies, go through life like that. It yeah. just looks like oh man, you're so lucky that you don't have these artistic things that go through you. Like you just can just sit sewn out. Yeah, like that's like, not, I'm so jealous. That's of not you irking you. Yeah, or that's not. Stirring you like up the, in a good way. You know way. what? I'll give you an example. I'm, you're, you're sitting in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a room, like they say anywhere, and you're with a friend, and there's a dog barking outside, and you hear that fucking dog barking, but your friend is like, <laughs> yeah, but you're like, fuck, dude. Like, and you, did you hear that? Well, hear what? You're so jealous of your friend who's not able to hear that dog barking, but th- it's like that, but walking around with a dog barking in your head all your life. Yeah. and you're like so you know what I mean that's really the difference and I, and I think yeah I envy people yeah. who have hobbies I just am so consumed with everything by music by and yeah. art and dying. like I think it's dope fucking that 
people have something that they're really into that ha- that doesn't have anything to do with, like with what's inside of them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, then, and, then I, and then there's people that like I got homies who are 40 and they're like going crazy because yeah. they didn't fucking didn't, didn't take any chances. I'm with it. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'd rather fucking take. The hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Round number five. What are you least proud of? For round number five, I think you asked me that, right? Or, no, you no. said, "What are you most proud of?" Okay, you said that someone gives a fuck. What am I least proud what of? Are you least proud of. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know if I'm least proud of. I I think there's been times where, um, I regret being a little um. Fuck. How do I say this? What am I least proud of? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't like, I think uh, being judged is in how I've reacted to being judged mm-hmm. uh, more earlier mm-hmm. is like, I'm not proud of that because mm-hmm. I should have just uh, handled it. I should have just been quiet. I mean, and now I have no problem doing that. Yeah. But, um, you know, you spend your whole life trying to be heard, and then when you get heard, you know, you have people that say shit that's really fucked up, mm. and so that's going to test you. And um, you know, um, I come from the place where if you say certain things, and I'm gonna be at your door, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, there's gonna be a fucking issue. Yeah. And uh, with the internet, um. With the internet, all like, that goes out. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know somebody could, you know, I'm raising, you know, my son's multi-racial, uh, if you whatever you want to call. It. I think that's the first time I ever used that word, multiracial. I'm raising a young black male, <laughs> like on the real. Yeah. Like my son, like if he walks down the street, and the police, a, the police black. pull him yeah. over. He's a young black male. Okay. To me, he's just a beautiful fucking young boy. Yeah. But like in this society that we live in, so I'll have motherfuckers like go on the go go on the internet and like I've had people talk about my fucking kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've had people um, who who read an article about my car accident call me a killer. You know what I mean? So um, I always say, you know, watch how you use the word hater. Like your your homies who you used to rap with, and I ain't fucking with you anymore. Those aren't haters. Haters are people that you've never met who say things that most people would never say to you. Yeah. So I regret how I've reacted to that. And I'm not proud of that. Um, never done anything t- super duper crazy. I just didn't help the situation. Yeah. But there's like nothing I could do about it, but go and, and, be, and then Like besides, I had to, I had to deal with it that way. And to that's know what they want. I don't want to fucking deal with it. And that's what they want. Yeah. And these, and you know, motherfuckers will just call the cops yeah. on you and shit too. <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm not a gangster, but like, I definitely come like from like the code of shit. So it's like, I don't want to fucking fuck with somebody who just is like trolling me yeah. <laughs> to like, yeah. you know, to call the cops on me. That's so it's like, you're, it's not even worth it. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm so gonna, how do you do those situations what you're least proud of? The way you handled those past situations. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Round number six. Yeah. What is your biggest fear for round number six? Shit. So we're gonna be real honest. Uh, my biggest fear. Spiders. And I'm st- uh, nah. Um, I'm still working on it. Yeah. I'm still working on it. Um, it's the first time in my life where I'm envisioning myself being old. Oh. And like being no being good with that. Like, oh. Okay. Like I said, I, ne- I never thought. Well, I was telling the homie outside. I never thought. I never looked at myself as being older. Yeah. I just was like, yeah, I got to do this shit. I don't know how long I'm gonna be fucking alive. 
You know what I mean? I ca- so I'm kind of like, looking forward to being an old man. I yeah, don't know how you feel. No, that's it. how I'm feeling. Like but I like, want a beard. I picture myself like with a big beard. Yeah. Like I want to smoke a pipe. I, I want to be that dude. And I want to walk with a cane yeah. whether I need it or not. I. That's just the perception of an old man for me that I have. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll be yelling at kids about hip hop when I'm like 80. You know, you know music. You don't know. You know, I want to be that old dude, but yelling about you don't. You I was there. I was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to be old, man. I'm trying yeah. to be an old, old. I want to be glasses old, or no man. glasses. You picture yourself. I, I'm actually about to get glasses, bro. So you're <laughs> that way. I'm about to get glasses. That's what's up? You know, but like, shit, I feel young. Like, motherfuckers don't. You want a cool mustache? I can't grow a mustache. Mm-hmm. You want a cool beard? I, I can grow a little beard. Yeah. I, I, I want a big white one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like long and like. That, that might happen. You ever seen a big ginger beard? <laughs> no. I'll show you yeah, my my shit looks like a, a cat fell asleep on my face. So I only yeah. let I only let it grow to a certain okay. a certain point. Yeah. Shit. So I embrace getting older uh, because yeah. first I got no choice um, unless well, I want to die. You know what, like, I don't want to die. Yet, like so. uh, I I fucking you know I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Tough Guy, but like the shit I've been through, I hope uh, I, you know I, I hope uh, none of that happens to me. You know, like I hope um, the things that I that have. Um, after my, you know, after my accident, yeah. I hope there's a, there's a part of me that feels like, um, there's a part of me that feels like I should be, uh, removed as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you asked me to be honest. Yeah. Um, when you take, <clears throat> when you're a part of, um, somebody losing their life, like you feel like, well, why the fuck am I still here? You know what I mean? So as I get so you oh, got a little bit of survivor's guilt, you think, um, like why is it them and not me and I it should have been me and um man, you know what bro like it just it it changes you to the point where you don't know what's gonna happen yeah anything can happen very quickly and like there's a part of you that feels like uh, that might happen to you because you know you did. You were a part of because now you know it somebody. happens. Yeah. So and, why, and, 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 and why like, wouldn't it and, happen? And I've I've had I've had plenty of people, including the fucking police, yeah. including the district attorney, who like I never went to jail or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that that guilt that that you feel. You know what I mean? So once again, you know, I'm thankful for the fucking music. So my biggest fear would be to fucking um, die without love around me. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I'm getting at. Watch, I've seen people pass. Um, alone, you know, or around strangers. I mean, I mean, if you can fucking die, and and have somebody that you love around you, uh, maybe it doesn't matter afterwards. But to me, that that would be my biggest fear of of, of that happening. Hmm. I think I'm cool with what happens after that. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm I'm more cool with the unknown than that vision of of dying. Alone, okay, you know, I'm with that. Yeah, all right. It's heavy. It's heavy, bro. You, you asked me. To hey, be but that's I what I want. I could have curved you. <laughs> no, and I'm glad you did said, it. I could have just said some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. I'm with round seven. Who would you take a bullet for? For round seven. Oh, that's easy. My son. You take a bullet for your son. Oh, for sure. That's what's up. Absolutely, no question. Round eight. That's why it's hard to deal with uh, <laughs> the internet shit. No, it's hard to turn that button off. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, you're a dad. You're not supposed to turn it off. Yeah, I don't. I, exactly. Yeah. So there's I'm a dad the, too. So I know the fucking exactly conflict. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I wish, like, I wish somebody fucking would, bro. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> I wish a motherfucker would. Bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have one kid. 
I got one. He's, okay. he's 13, okay. and he'll be in he'll be in high school next That's year. What's up? He's trying out for the um, uh, was it OSHA or what's the the art school in Santa Ana? Oh, for the yeah. for the performing arts. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's trying. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's trying out that for that. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm yeah. like OSHA. That's a federal government agency. Not OSHA. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. O- occupational, yeah. whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, I have a daughter's. Mm-hmm. Right? I have a, and I have a little baby. Like, she's like four months. Oh, shit. She's been sick twice oh. already. So it kind of worries me. You know, I'm like, why is she getting sick so often? Right. The doctor's like, dude, she has no immune system. She's four, four months old. Like, relax. You're okay. Uh-huh. Cause I'm like, babe, why is she sick again? And the first one is she got a temperature. So I was really worried. Cause you know, it was dangerous. Yeah. Now she just has a cold. Like, oh, she's fussy. Yeah. She doesn't like it, but she's getting better. And it is kind of like, man, I wish. Like, dude, like I would so much. I would ride or die for this little kid. Absolutely, for to the death. So I understand exactly where yeah. you're coming from. I'm with yeah. it. Round eight. <laughs> Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying you shoot someone. It's not what I'm saying. There's a bullet flying through the sky. <laughs> you're just not. No one, bro. You're not no, gonna I, jump in front of that bullet for that person. Who would you not, <laughs> well, see what I'm saying? That's, well, it's different though. No, because I mean, I'm not saying you. Sh- I'm saying who would that? Who would you not worry about that bullet hitting? You just like oh, no right. one, bro. Because like, like I've already fucking looked at somebody fucking die. Yeah. In front of me because of fucking something I did. Yeah. So I don't fucking, I don't fucking want anybody feeling that way. Yeah. Like have fun sleeping for a couple years. Yeah. And tell me, so I, I, you know, I just I would not want. I don't want my enemies to die, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, and I really don't have any enemies. Like, any enemies I have, I probably haven't been in the same room with. You don't know of? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's people. I mean, what, I, there's got to be some. I'm sure there's people out there that don't like me. Um, people that don't but, like you, are they your enemies, though? That's See, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, for me, it's just like, I've already, like, I already got one on my fucking record. <sighs> Like I don't, I don't need, an, I don't need a bullet. Don't say it like that. No, no, I, I, I'm being honest, bro. I'm with you, but I, that's that's look, how I, I look at I it. I don't know you. I, already, I don't know the yeah. situation. All I'm saying is yeah. like to I, me. I already, I've already, I've already yeah. fucking. You don't have anything I've, to do with anybody's death. I've already looked at too many people yeah. take their last breath in front of me. I'm with it. On some, on some cancer shit. On some street shit. Yeah. On some car accident shit. Yeah. That shit's fucking real shit. Yeah. Uh, people that. Uh, talk about that comically in music have never seen it mm. you know what i mean it's like those who know don't talk and those who talk don't know so like i think it's and i'm not i'm not dissing the question yeah. it's just for me it's like oh what i mean shit man if you've been through you know what i've been through it's just, i don't need to see anybody die you know, if if even if somebody i mean if if somebody was hurting my family in the process would I fucking have do whatever it took to protect them? Absolutely. But I don't want anybody to be hit by bullets. Yeah. How about a rubber bullet? <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah, you can bruise motherfuckers all day. All okay. right. Who would who you would want bruise? that rubber bullet to hit? <laughs> oh, I don't. You know what? Or aren't they like a musket? Not really going to kill them. Like just the, like the old school bag. Shit. I mean, Ooh, I who would you let a beanbag hit? Ooh, ah, nut shot. I mean, I mean just, just people who fucking uh, take advantage of, of people. You know, right now it'd be an easy thing, man. I mean, stop fucking uh, harassing. No, stop sending people who are not from a community to go and fucking beat up and shoot brown and black babies and children. So Mm. those people would get, um, those people would probably get fired on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Currently, that would be the target. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. And it's, you know, um, 
It fucking is the you know this is the first time the police have ever been challenged. Yeah. In history. Well. No no no. It he- happens every. No no so no, no, no no. Hear me out. We're in a culture now where, like, if people don't like something, they can shut shit down. Yeah. So we're almost at that point. Yeah. Like they don't like. The the line is blurred. You know what I mean. So, the average per like back in the day, you you were like on some shit. If you were like on some revolutionary. The cop shit, the nine eleven shit. The average person feels this way now. Mm. The average person thinks that there's some fishy shit and some injustice. Maybe it's you know? an antiquated it's, way it's of not thinking. As, it's not as abstract. That the police. Well, obviously, it's obvious that. Obviously, it's obvious. It's obvious that the police have an antiquated way of thinking. So the yeah. the way that they're doing things is really old. You know, like their 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 whole policing is kind of based on like. Uh, New York 1820s when it first like stronghold be hard be da 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 and of course they'll try to smooth it out with like community uh, yeah. projects and all that but at the end of the day they're there to fuck you up like that's the bottom line of policing it's no like yeah. serve and protect not really I mean, there's, there's, it's, there's, it, it's there's, more of a stronghold hold it down and I think maybe they need to relax on that yeah. a little bit I mean it. I used to be on like fuck every cop shit yeah. and then I'm older and um, I, I don't feel like every cop. Cops bad. in England don't carry guns. I don't. I don't feel like every cop's bad. So I do. I do. Policing feel like, without gu- weapons uh, is well, a reality. Well, that it would, happens. Well, that would be suicide too. Now. Yeah. Well, now because, because we're a country that was founded on that shit. Yeah. So it's like uh, England wasn't founded on you know founded. Don't um, get carry your weapons because well, I mean, look, I can say the revolution happens yeah. every so often. The revolution yeah. started with hey, this motherfucker England thinks they're bossing us yeah. around. Have your weapons with you. So we start a country that allows yeah. people having weapons with them. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So I understand yeah. the, the the but I'm saying there are other ways of policing. Maybe they should take a look and see how I, mean, I can okay, apply well, I can, these I can new tell features. You, I can or, tell you two things that I think would solve everything. Yeah, very simple. Oh, you got it. Let's hear it. Absolutely, bro. GoPro. On every fucking oh, officer. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's Come on, true. this is basic shit Basic, now. Uh, yeah. There's fucking cameras. Who's going to pay for the cameras? Are you, uh, yeah, uh, but, taxes? But, but, no, no, no. Who's going to pay I, for the cameras? Absolutely. No, it's happening. There's no money. They just did it in Riverside. Ah, there you go. Um, shit went so down like 87%. Yeah. Um, that, and you should um, you should have more than a high school education. You should have take classes in sociology. Yeah. And a little bit of psychology. Yeah. And history. At least have courses taught no, I mean, at the economy, you, academy on them, right? You should... Bro, if my job, like, do you want to deal with a social worker who never fucking uh, went to school or, or 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 did anything to learn how to work with society? Would you go to a therapist who didn't go uh, uh, get schooled yeah. on, on that? Would you go to a fucking doctor who fucking didn't go to medical school? Yeah. Um, th- you know, they're going in to places where m- mainly they don't live. And because they don't know history, they don't understand who these people are. Um, they don't understand themselves, who they are as yeah. the cops. And then you've got a uh, sociology. They don't know how to deal with different fucking situations. I like, really like, like this because this is a different approach than anyone's I've ever asked has mm-hmm. taken. It. Bro, they just blasted on two kids who had a snowball fight in Brooklyn. Like if you go to, there's most communities, there's fucking kids having snowball fights and they don't, but like it's, it's, it's a, so it's, I just find it fucking strange that you need all these fucking requirements for everything else and yeah. to be a fucking cop. I know fucking idiots who fucking go and become policemen. Mm. And like, I wish they were smarter because then they'd be fucking doing shit. Like, I, it'd be dope to, you know, it's like when you go, um, you know, if you go 
to college, like you want to be taught by somebody who has fucking smarter than you yeah. and who has more experience than you. Yeah. So That's I would go. Though. I would like to think that a motherfucker who has a gun and who can roam around a city would have more uh, schooling than the average yeah. person. Yeah. You know, that Makes was sense. the best yeah. freaking answer that yeah. we've. I think. Yeah, I like that a lot. Question. I'm with awesome. that. Uh, where are we at? Nine. Round number nine. Mm-hmm. Who would you never work with? For round number nine. Who would I never work with? Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Um, shit. I mean, there's that. I mean, there's probably a lot. I mean, um, shit. Who would I never, ever work with? Ever. I'd never work with fucking, um, I would never work with Young Thug. Mm. Not because of his hooks. Okay. Not because of his nail polish. But when they asked him about what's going on in Ferguson, his response was, They're doing a um, special on uh, Mike Brown, the Ferguson situation. Do you, what do you think needs to be changed in the way that black men are policed in America? Lead that up with the critics and the laws and all that old shit. We having fun, we iced out, we having money. That's how we doing it. So you feel like it's not the artist's place to speak on social issues? No. I feel like that that answer it was basically something like that it was like it's like it's yeah. just the most uh, it, it, yeah it's, it was like let the law handle it was like it. it's like if you're a fireman and motherfuckers are like yo man you think you should put out the fire <laughs> fuck this shit man I'm out here getting bitches like bro your job is to fucking speak your mind yeah, to say something and to yeah. touch on yeah. things not to even have an opinion yeah but to to uh, to create something that at least came from that. That those feelings, but that's not there anymore with this yeah. new generation of artists coming up. Well, you know, what? I I think it very is very self centered. Well, you know what? I see. That's where that's where I disagree. Okay. Um, I fucking have been to so many fucking shows where, um, and I, I'm gonna keep bringing them up because people we need to allow people to be like the superstars that they are. Like, go to a fucking Kendrick Lamar show. Mm-hmm. It's fucking every race, every age, mm-hmm. every ethnicity, and every fucking city he goes to. He's killing it. You've got, and and that's more mainstream. Yeah. But so there's there's movements like him all the way down that are people are fucking they're, they're, they don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. And then you got kids like my son's age who thinks it's all just fucking stupid. Like, what is this shit? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and who are like thirsty for it and craving it. So um, I don't I don't think it's like as uh, reflected on the mainstream, though. Mm. You know, like at least. Uh, OK. At least we had artists that were on the radio that were kind of talking about shit. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You know, there was moments of it. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and shout out to the ones that still do. Yeah. I mean, that's why they stay yeah. your favorites because they yeah. can, you know, oh, this is what's happening and it's relatable. Here's how I can make it relatable to you. I always say like, I always say right now there's a dope ass fucking show and there's a movement going on in some city right now. Right here. Yeah. Boom. There you go. So shout um, out. thank I God. Actually, shout bro. out to myself. For that. Thank God. Well, like we're not, we're not in the dark waving <laughs> nah, a fucking lighter nah, nah, and nah, shit. No more. I respect it. <sighs> Good. Round 10. Okay. I'm excited. You ready? <laughs> it's my uppercut. It's my haymaker. No. Round 10. <clears throat> Do you believe in God? Absolutely. Um, I don't use the word uh, God as much anymore. I, I believe if you replace the word God with universe, um, all scientists are spiritual. And I believe if you replace the word universe with God, then all fucking everyone spiritual. So for me, it's a word game, and too many people got caught up on the words, bro. 
and too many people took metaphors and really dope poetry and fucked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's some dope ass stories in the Bible. Yeah. Now you can choose to have the brain of a child and like really, really, and I, I guess I sound harsh, but if you don't believe in dinosaurs, bro, you're just not intelligent. Yeah. Now, does that mean that you don't believe like who created the dinosaurs? The universe slash God slash the, the, the energy. So to me, it's just people got caught up on the words. And I absolutely, you know, there's no way with all the shit I've seen that it happened by accident. Mm-hmm. So it evolved from something. I think like evolution is spirituality. I don't think we came from fucking, I don't think we came from chimps. Um, but I don't think like we just popped up five, you know, 5,000 years ago. So, um, I think just like focus on being a good person. There's universal truths that are in the Torah that are in the Bible and that are in the Quran. Jesus is the most talked about prophet in the Quran. That's what a lot of cats don't think about, man. Um, some of the most kindest people I've ever met are Muslim. Akil from J5 is like my bro. Like, fuck music shit. I can talk to him about life. I'm not a Muslim. He does not push Islam on me. But it's just what you get from it. And, like, all the people who are at peace that I've met, um, it's like a secret. Like, it, when you really believe in something, you don't push it on people. Mm-hmm. You're just stoked to feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I, I definitely believe there's there's a creator. It's just like... You're just getting caught up on words, though. Like take take the way take the word God, which is like on some European shit or whatever. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with Europeans, but like in the Native American culture, they saw God in a, in a fucking in an eagle. That's not like worshiping false pagans. Like that eagle was created by something too. So it's just it's just words, man. Yeah, it's just it's straight up words. So. I think Christianity has been hijacked by fools. I think Islam has been hijacked by fools. It's just like extremists representing, you know, representing people. So I I don't know how I feel about religion, but I definitely believe in in God for sure. I like that. Round 11. What is your biggest insecurity for round 11? What are you most insecure about? My biggest insecurity? Shit. I don't know, man. Like, at this point in my life. Ten. What? Nine. It's about to be done? Eight. No, I'm giving you the countdown, bro. (laughs) Shit. Seven. Oh, you're knocked down right now. I got you on your knee. You're like, oh. Insecure. I Six. I don't. I don't have any more, man. Like if I fucking take off my five. shirt, and I got some stretch marks, and I don't. I don't know. I don't really got, have any more insecurity. You got like bro. ugly toes, or like. Nah, uh, I don't really have. I don't. I, I really don't. Knee. Like I, maybe five years ago, I yeah. could have listed you five. Yeah. But like at this point in my life, I don't fucking. So you tell me you don't have an answer I, no, for round eleven. I which don't. Is, what's your biggest insecurity? I don't. I don't. Like, you cannot answer the question. I, I, I don't. Oh, you will not answer the question. You will be knocked out. You're going to lose. All right. We're at 11. You're I mean, at 11. You do, dog, you're right there, answer. homie. Come on. Hold on. Well, shit. What's my Four. biggest insecurity? Four. 
Sweet. Uh, dying alone. Like I said, same answer. Dying alone. Dying yeah. without love around me. Okay. Um, making sure that like I am not alone and not like isolating my fucking self and becoming too into my head and creating my own. You're insecure misery. about that might might happen. Well, I mean, shit. Yeah, I can be kind of fucking. Uh, well, after everything I've been through, yeah, shit can make me fucking weird. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> round eleven. Got there you go. See, right. you got to try, bro. That's it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like more physical. <laughs> well, shit. I don't know. Like some people, some people go, some people go, bro. I'm super hairy, bro. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know, man. Like, even like I've been like fifty pounds heavier. But some, see, look, the questions I got, I got are designed. Much, I got as much pussy. Then I don't know. Like, like there's a good healthy <laughs> amount of not giving a fuck. Yeah. Can be attractive. Yeah. So, like, I really care, but, like, at the same time, like, I don't give a fuck. The questions are designed for the person <laughs> to look into themselves, to be like, yeah. what is my... What is, so you know what? I'll give you a better answer. I mean, re- if when you're really in love with somebody, is one thing I've learned. When you're really in love with somebody, you have a healthy amount of insecurity. Oh, yeah. Because that person has the ability to... to Create your world and crush it. My and wife doesn't so, understand why I don't say good, or do certain things. I'm like, babe, because I love you and yeah, I, I want. I feel insecure. Yeah, like, I want to. I want to like sit up yeah. and suck in my gut when my wife yeah. walks in. Like, I want to like look good and get my. You know what I'm saying? I've so only, it's just because yeah. you, I've only love. been in love yeah. once. Yeah, and that's no disrespect to the son, my mother's, you know, my my son's mother. Yeah. I've, I've told him that. Like I've only been in love once, and the reason I didn't feel that way before is because I didn't give a fuck mm. about those girls. Yeah. I cared about them, but like I'd never really cared about somebody enough to be like, "Oh shit, I hope they never fucking leave me." Yeah, because that would fucking suck. I don't want you to leave me. Yeah. Before I'd be like, "Whatever, man. I'm going on the road. <laughs> I'm going on the road. I got options." Yeah. Just being honest, to mm. be like, and it was, but That's what's up? Shit. Then you meet somebody who makes you feel insecure in a good way. Round twelve. Made it to the last and final round. <laughs> yeah, have other people made it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so some people are just blah, blah, blah. Comp- yeah, some I, don't have, I don't have short answers. Some people have Sorry. failed, though. Yeah. Some people have failed. Okay. Some people have you know been knocked out. So let's not forget. <laughs> Lest we forget. So round 12. Okay. We laughed. We cried. <laughs> we got to know each other on a, board, on a personal level, I feel. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can come babysit my kids if you want, dog. I, I, I feel like we're right here, homie. We got as long as you trade babysitting. Well, I don't need a babysitter anymore. <laughs> no, your kid can come babysit mine. There you go. You know what I'm saying? We can, and let's grill it up. We should, we should grill something up one day, bro. You know, have a bruise, some get fish. some steak. Unless you're gonna kill me, like oh, I'm a tofu man. Huh? Hey, bro, I've been a vegan for. Seven I knew it. Years, bro. How did I know it? Seven See what years. I got, bro. Hey, but hey, but you know what my reasons are? <laughs> my reasons are is I had fucking non-cancerous tumors and shit for two oh, years. So shit. I wish I could have a fucking I ate burger. A lot of burgers, bro. I wish I. Could I, any tumors, I, just, I can't so. have a burger. No, I can't. Like it's. I, I hate telling people I'm a fucking vegan because they're like, "Oh, you're." It's oh, like, did nah. you have to go vegan? You could have yeah. just been a vegetarian. Nah, bro. I well, I could be a vegetarian. Okay, but at this point, I'm like, fuck. No it. fish. No, I, I I eat fish. I, I thought vegans I didn't eat any animals. Um. So you're not a strict vegan. You're not like vegan. You're not once again. Vegan. I'm not an extremist in anything. I, just, I have not eaten yeah. meat. In seven years, so we're talking like I eat chicken or, or steak. No, no, you haven't ate Porn, those, but no. fish or seafood is cool. I, I I eat seafood maybe three or four times a year. Okay, so my life doesn't completely. So suck. so does Thanksgiving mm-hmm. just fucking suck for you, or how's that work? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's not as bad as people think. I mean, no mashed potatoes tofu. fill you the fuck up. Oh, stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. Uh, ma- um, I my no my trick. my I know people Rolls who can make the fi- and, yeah, uh, dude. There's plenty of things that will fill you yams, up and make you want to sleep and shit okay, <laughs> on Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. it's not like you need fucking <laughs> round twelve. Other people <clears throat> freak out more than I do. It's like, oh my god, what are you 
you gonna do? Are you ready for the hurricane? <laughs> the haymaker. You ready haymaker. for it? Yes. This is it. Like, yeah. I got you against the ropes. Yeah. I got it. I got. I got pee, bro. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <fucking laughs> Round twelve. <clears throat> Why? Why? Um. Uh, cause fucking wanna like while I've been here, or hopefully feel like I did something that mattered. <laughs> you know, like don't want to be famous, but like if I could like like the homie right here, like put your handprint on something just yeah. to say I was fucking here. That's really it. And like the bonus is if like people like it, that's like so fucking cool. But like, um, it's just to be like, yo, man, I was fucking here. You know, yeah. this is why. It's like caveman carved on Yeah, this is what I did while I was here, you know, and, and thank God, like music is one of the few art forms like paintings can live forever if you have people that dedicate their lives to preserving it. Yeah. Um, But luckily now, like Especially now. music can straight up be forever, like on the real, like it that wasn't true until recently yeah. because vinyls get old and all that stuff. So that's what's cool about, I feel like music's the heroin of art because it's like even a, a painter is listening to the art of music while painting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's, it, music is the backdrop and the soundtrack to all other forms of art. So like I, music's dope just because it, luckily it can like, it can be forever if you choose that's to make it that way. I like that. I'll give it to you. That's what's up. Ring the bell. He's right. a champion. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Hey, good interview, bro. Thank you, bro. I'm, I'm Thanks. A, I appreciate you. Guys. I really I'm appreciate you choosing out. us to be one of your few interviews. Yeah, you man. Here. I'm like, hey, uh, dude, if I, I don't, what else do I have to say after doing like, that's what I like about the combat Jack show. Yeah. I'm going to be good honest point. with you. All these will be bleep, by the way. Cause um, no, no, this is a compliment. <laughs> when I heard your show, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that makes me feel, I just, um, I don't, I don't want to fucking be like, yo, this is my Ariana music at Twitter. Mm -hmm. This is my new song. Like, yeah, I'd rather have some some dope shit, and I won't have to go and and, and do a bunch of interviews after this because yeah. I can just include this in my press release. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that you want to know about my when, childhood and shit? When they told me here. <laughs> everything about it was a real yeah, honor man. to have two people say, "Hey, I'm out of this to my EPK." Bro. Oh yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, especially at this age, bro. Like, less is more, man. I mean, every we're all at that place, man. Like, yeah. you could go. You could go create for everybody every day, or you could create, you could just choose your moments correctly. Yeah. You know, and not exhaust yourself. From, so we, with the we, wrong we sit, we invite people with the hopes that it'll turn out to be this to where we're like 30 minutes over, but it's such a good interview that I didn't even care. Dope, like I'm brother. just like, yes. Well, how long has this been? Usually, it's been two hours. Oh, shit. But okay. usually we're only an hour, an hour and a half. Dope, Some people I got like an hour 10 because there's just nothing there's coming from me. diamond in the rough. And I'm tired of dancing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, you know what? You're not yeah. even, you don't, mm -hmm. you know. So I like it when I can say, all right, let the guests take care of the, the work. Up. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for coming out. Thank I really you. appreciate, appreciate you appreciate making you, it making it all the way down here. Just, and and man, it's good to see the homies who I haven't seen in years. Yeah, so that's good. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. So we're here. Uh, whenever you need us, you want to co-host. You want to come back again whenever you get a chance. It's up man, to you. as long as we can have con like as long as we can have honest conversations, I'm down. Of course. Yeah. This is the, I just don't want to hear about how fuck you know like as long as it's like this, I'm down. Like I just have no pleasure in talking about what's wrong with art and what's wrong with rap. And, yeah. Uh, I just I want to be around people who see where where it can go in new places. So what the, this so is what the, the answer is. is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you sure. again. Yeah. Uh, we like to ask you for 16 though. 
before you leave. 16? I need 16. Do 60 value, you need a peak. Uh, I still got love. I still got love. It goes love, 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 love. Love, 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 love. Some of my closest friends are haters and they only come around when they need a favor. But I'm not mad. I'm glad life's hard. This when you find out who your loved ones are. Kids come back from Iraq with no arms and no health care, no legs to stand on. And who's right, who's wrong? Hold tight, life don't last long. Eh. <clears throat> too many rappers and not enough songs. Too many parents and not at home. And daddy gone, so the TV stay on. And that book stay closed and the mind stay frozen. A car crash takes an old man's life. Young man survives to this day. I am open. Hoping, healing, kneeling, revealing. After all the pain, I mastered this feeling. I still got love. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Once again, thank you. Thank you. You're more than welcome back whenever you like. Yes, so, for Distorted Truth, for Ocean Grown, for Battle Axe Warriors, for the B Side Show, for real hip hop everywhere, this is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us wake, wake the, the flock, flock up. up. Fluent! Yes, Wake the fuck up!